Okay, guys, quick PSA about this podcast. Uh, it was recorded while we were streaming. Um, something happened at when the show was over, and I tried to save the show, and the program shut down before I had a chance to save it, so I had to go on to the VOD um, to pull the audio. Unfortunately, the audio on the VOD or the stream, I should say, was not real good. So there's a big chunk of like 20 minutes of the show missing. Um, so you'll hear some of the show, and then all of a sudden it will change subjects real quick, and Dennis will be talking about Pokemon. So you're going to miss a big gap of probably, um, I think it's mostly our Pokemon uh, Violet talk about how bad it is. So I just wanted to let you guys know, it's a one thing, it happens sometimes, 240 shows and you lose one or two, it does happen. But still, the audio quality of the rest of the show is really good, so I hope you enjoy it, and thanks. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Dennis. What's going on, guys? How's it going? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's only, it's only been a month. You know, I mean, it's roughly been a month. So, you know, we've went from every every uh, every week to every two weeks to apparently now every month. I don't know. Ooh. You know, it's like, uh, but, yeah. it's just oh. It works out sometimes. Holidays. Yeah, it's holidays and things have been going on and we took a vacation to Disney World and, you know, we... Uh, you know, it didn't take us with you. Oh, come on! Man. Oh, you could have went. It only—I <laughs> can tell you how much it would have cost, and then you probably would have went. Nah, nah, I changed my mind. I don't want to. <laughs> probably, yeah. Because <laughs> I got the bill this month, and I just went. Oh, yeah. Okay, we did spend that much money, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. The not fun part of the Disney yeah. trip. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, to 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 go to Disney and stay on the grounds and not have to worry about finding a parking spot or picking a place to eat or worrying about this or that was really nice. And I didn't even, you know, I used the card, uh, my Apple card on my phone. So I literally used my watch to pay for everything. Oh, we're buying it. You know, it's like, it was never had to pull my wallet out. It was just, I never even got any junk phone calls from like, spammers or anything like that you know it was like i see you're in disney world would you like to yeah would you like this offer no no <laughs> we were calling about your car insurance you know usually i get you know junk calls all the time you know at least two or three times a week that week i got nothing it was like great sweet never rained never saw a drop of rain never saw anything so you know was... you know what i think they should do i i think a lot of places should sort of incorporate some sort of thing like this but um you know if they have some sort of you know subsidiary um you know branch or something but like i feel like uh like if you're going to disney world or disneyland or something mm. you know with how much you spend let's just say you're spending minimum one thousand right the least they could do right is be like look 
one month Disney Plus on us. <laughs> yeah, no, right? One, yeah, one month. One month. Yeah, at, at least. least. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's only eight dollars, right? I, th- I think minimum really they should do three months. But at the very least, if you're gonna do, you know, if they if that they feel like that's too much and that's giving away too much, and come on, even yeah. though you spend a thousand dollars, that should be everywhere. Month, Go to least. Universal Studios, yeah. get Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Well, no, you get Peacock there because that's in the no, Universal. no, it's no, Disney Plus Peacock. everywhere. Oh, okay. You know what? That's how much we want Disney to have to pay for stuff. I guess. <laughs> okay, you don't you don't you don't want to watch Thirty Rock and stuff like that. You don't want Peacock. Well, you want Disney Plus. Yeah. There's actually stuff on Disney Plus that's you know like I would care about watching Peacock. No, not so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, I guess if you're a fan of uh, what is that show Yellowstone, is it on Peacock? I don't know. No, no, this, the, on... no, no. This latest season is not on. It's not. It's not on. Um, it's, it's on Paramount. Oh, is it on Paramount? Okay, but see, the latest the latest season's not. It's on the Paramount network which is a different service and people are super angry. oh it's not on paramount plus no you'll have to wait i think you're gonna have to wait like several months for it to go back to paramount plus. I don't that's know, like, weird that's contract thing yeah. people are very angry hmm i've never watched it but everybody tells me i need to i saw that's the trailer for yeah somebody uh somebody i uh locally to me in southwest washington she actually got to be an extra oh that's cool that's pretty cool yeah she couldn't nice. say anything about it but uh recently she's like oh here i did see the i did see the trailer for the spinoff movie the 1923 or something like that's got harrison ford yeah. in it i was yeah, like yeah. hey i like me a good western style yeah. movie with harrison ford Her- in it i might watch that Sorry. you know i don't know harrison, any, harrison any of this my back yeah, no. it, there was a lot of old people in there. It was Harrison Ford, and I forget who the other one was. Uh, Mel, uh, I forget who else was in it. I was like, oh, they're, up on the horse. they're strolling out the Where old people. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Did you see the trailer was, for Indiana Jones with the de I'll skip that and go uh, for the Indiana Jones one. Yeah. Like, at least a few shots in the trailer actually look good. See, yeah. what they yeah. need to do is go through the process of let's try using CGI, let's try using T-Fakes. Oh, wait, if we combine the two, we can make them look really good. Yeah, they really yep. did. And all I could think about was we might see him in Mandalorian <laughs> as Indiana Jones. No, as, what, what's going on? Because Disney's insane. Yeah, they've meshed my stuff together. They're you like, know? we already did the de-aging for Indiana Jones. We can't do it for anything else. So if Harrison Ford is going to be de-aged, he's going to be Indiana Jones, no matter what the show is. Yeah, no, it's just got to be Indiana Jones. So. Uh, but yeah, that trailer, I watched that and I went, oh, I. I want to see this movie now. Can we see this now? Do I'm I more excited it? about it for the little tag at the end of the trailer because it actually feels like indie way more than anything in Crystal Skull ever was. Yeah. yeah. Plus, the director is Crystal James Skull. Mangold, and I like his stuff usually. So yeah. I've got, got some hopes for this one. At least it'll be decent, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so too. i am got my fingers crossed. Even though, even though watching the trailer the whole time, I'm like, man... I wish they would let it be all nice and film grainy like the older ones. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just do that artificially these days and make it look that way. Yeah. Yeah, it looks could. too modern and sharp, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Give it me still a looks better than Crystal Skull. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Give me a filter. <laughs> just give me a filter and let me have the option of yeah. you know, let me tell you sell another version it's of it like they did. It's supposed to look dusty because you're in all these tombs and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to look all shiny. Go ahead, Dennis. What was you going to say? Well, I was just gonna say, like, let me let me tell you something about Crystal Skull, right? Um, it shouldn't so, have existed. Oh. Apparently, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, according to it this made movie, me very it disappointed like when I saw that in the theater, and I was very very sad. Yep. That's another. Yeah, thing I was too. About it. I was gonna say, I saw it in. The now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've seen. Uh, I think we, we've all. Everyone's seen at least one bad movie in theaters before, right? Oh, I've seen a lot you know, of bad movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. You don't understand. Now, As a kid, I saw. Let's see. What was it? Was it Mafia? I think was the airplane style spoof movie of Mafia movies. I saw that as a kid. It was terrible. Literally, we had a theater here that had three screens in it, and that was all there was. You know, from the eighties to nineties and the early two thousands. And literally, they were every Friday night. We went over there and saw a movie. At, at most points, we had seen everything in the theater. And usually watched yeah. it again. So yeah, we saw a lot of crap movies. <laughs> yeah. So so let me let me put it this way. I, I've only ever asked for one refund in my entire life. All right. Yeah. Now it's not Indiana Jones, but let me let me lead up to it. Um, and the, that movie is The Ring Two. The Ring Two. I saw that movie in theaters. That movie was so bad. Um, I asked for my money back. Even though I finished watching the movie, I still wanted my money back. <laughs> I got it. Think... I got it. But. Uh, but Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, man, that movie was so trash. Because, like, here's the thing. I- I've seen plenty of bad movies, but I have a high tolerance for bad movies anyways. Because I'm just there. At the very least, like, the movie-going experience sort of, quote-unquote, makes up for it. So, you know, I-, I appreciate the atmosphere. I appreciate the big screen. I appreciate the, you know, the sound system and stuff like that. Stuff I wouldn't get at home, right? right? So, like, at the very least, like, it does feel like a sort of theme park ride, even though it's a, you know, crappy one if you see a terrible movie. But, man, the only other movie that's come close to The Ring 2 was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. That movie was wow. that bad, and I hated it that much that I almost... Uh, I tried to get a refund for that. Yeah, didn't work, but yeah, that's it was. I don't, I don't know if I've ever asked for a refund, but I, I've yeah. seen some pretty. I mean, the only, only movie I can think of recently that I saw is like Jet Li's The One. That was oh, that was great in a dumb movie really kind like of way. Movie? I love that movie. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, it was a it's, dumb it's, movie it's, kind of way. You're yeah, right. It's probably the worst movie I've seen in theaters. I didn't say. You know, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got a refund with Superman Returns, but only because the like. Last reel or last two reels, the film was like flipped and upside down in like bad colors. Oh, so, like, there was some yeah. weird like thing, and it was playing backwards too. So, it like, it's all upside down and weird and playing backwards. And we're like, what is going on? <laughs> like, uh, everybody we, we had that was so happen confused. to us. We had that happen to us with uh, Fast Seven, I believe, when Fast Seven came out. Um, uh, my my best friend and I, we went to the theaters to go watch it because we're big Fast and Furious fans. And about halfway through the movie, now granted, let me remind, like this was a two and a half hour movie, right? So halfway through mm. the movie, so you know you're only talking about an hour fifteen in. Um, you know the the speakers. I don't know what happened to the speaker system, but they blew. They blew out. So, like, the only speakers that worked were right in the front of the theater, and it was the only the front left one. And that one was pure trouble. So there was no bass. So every time there were gunshots and stuff like that, all you heard was... It sounded so bad. And everybody was laughing, and it kept coming, like, in and out. But then eventually the manager came in, and as we were leaving, he gave everyone free tickets to any movie that they wanted to see the next time. That's nice, yeah. Which was nice. No, no one's gonna like this answer. I, I'm not a huge Shrek guy, and I went with a friend to see the first okay. Shrek in theaters. And I mean, I can see what the, the appeal of the movie is, but definitely not. not Did not you watch the second yeah. one? Because I think the second uh, one was better than the I first think so. one. The first one was okay, but the second, second one was better if I remember right. I think I probably have seen the second one. I don't know why. I just, as, yeah. I think I was a teenager at the time, so I was like, why am I seeing this? I'd rather Man. watch this, like, you know, when it comes out on video. Yeah. Something fun that you won't get in theaters anymore because they're all digital is film burn through. 
It's only happened a couple times for me. One yeah. time, the most memorable one was when I saw um, when they did the trilogy Tuesday showings of Lord of the Rings before Return of the King came out. Mm-hmm. So we saw like the extended versions of the first two. And then instead of like at the time, they only had midnight showings of stuff. But it was like if you got us this thing, it was like 10 or something was a Return of the King. So because they were going all day with these stupid things, their projector like. I don't know if they're swapping them out or didn't have enough to or whatever, but by the time we get halfway it's through like, Return of the King, it burned through a reel, but it was at a point where we were like, wait, was that part of the movie? Because <laughs> they, it was all in mortar at the time, so they were like, that looked like fire. Something's going on. Anybody, uh, did either of you see... How about The Hobbit? Uh, did anybody see The Hobbit in theater? I think I saw the no, first one. No, I didn't one. see I saw Hobbit. the first one in the theater, My and I saw really it in the 48 it. frames a second yeah. nonsense. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, People were... I see now getting dizzy from it. Oh, and that it just it feels like you know it feels weird because it's not the twenty four frames a second you're yeah. used to. Probably one of the most made the three D better though. One of the most interesting movies saw in theater was Prometheus. Actually, I knew nothing about that movie going. Oh, I saw Prometheus nice. in theaters. Yeah, and I was like, this is kind I of love cool. that movie. Like, so it's definitely not what I expected. So I was I was definitely into it. And, and yeah, I still Prometheus. Movies. I, I probably see movies maybe once a four or five months in theaters. I just don't go that much. Yeah, yeah we we don't very go very much at all anymore now. Tried to you know try to. It used to, then COVID happened. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> most recent. Yeah, I saw Bond for free. The most recent Bond for free, and I saw Spider Man for free as well. The most recent. I would I probably would have paid to see both. I was entertained at least. You know, the popcorn, the big reclining chairs, the yeah. reser- the seat reservations. Have you guys been in a Dolby Cinema theater yet? I've only I did that seeing them more and more now that they're putting them in like installing them in theaters um, to sort of coincide with the IMAX. I don't Hmm. think I've even Mm -hmm. seen any of those around. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like the speaker systems in those are like like that's the selling point. It's not so much the screen as it is the speaker systems, and like those are like just unbelievable apparently um that's why i go to the imax one that's close to me is it's not like a true imax but the sound system's still really good and the screen is you know it's good it's bigger than any of the regular screens so i go there for the audio yeah yeah we don't have a good theater not like that anymore my parents live down by portland oregon they have uh, the theaters you can go and they have like a like a full bar and like you can Mm -hmm. eat in there and stuff i've gone to a couple of those a couple times but they actually just got sold amc bottom so see if they kind of like stay the same yeah we had well there was one in greensboro like that we'd go on sundays and get breakfast and watch a movie that's cool that's yeah. cool they'd, they'd have like oh, live they'd have like nice. live music before the movie starts like somebody they were like singing or playing like guitar hmm. i was like that's kind of neat yeah i mean that's different uh what is the one that's real popular uh alamo, is alamo is draft alamo? house yeah, yeah alamo, was, yeah. Yeah, alamo my, buddy, my buddies in texas always talk about that they're like oh we've alamo got one here so it's an okay one. Yeah, so, they added like, that like, like after ones, we moved. But... I was very disappointed. The only bad thing with the Alamo <laughs> here is it's not in a great spot. So and it, like it's just kind of like location wise a little bit dumb, but it's fine. It's not a bad place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Movie, movie chat. Yeah. So I was going to say we're all talking about movies. Hey, movies why not? Movies. That's yeah, good. Why not? You know, it's not that's something we talked about. Very um. There was a trailer for Mario. There you go. We. Oh, see, I haven't watched that one yet. I watched. Um. I watched the trailer for Guardians. I watched the trailer for uh, Indiana Jones, but I forgot to go back and watch the Mario one. I forgot it came out. 
Chris Pratt voice yeah. still weird, but the movie itself looks like it'll probably be a really cool Mario thing, or at the yep. very least, it will have every single possible Mario reference they can pack into a good gravy. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, so many, even just the right. two-minute trailer, there's so many. <laughs> like, hey, was Mario in a game like this? Here, let's put some reference to it. <laughs> I am not surprised. Uh, <laughs> I have to. Uh, I have to watch it after. Uh, after the yeah, show. the animation is gorgeous. It looks really, really pretty. Yeah, and yeah. most of the voices I like is just Chris Pratt as Mario. Is just like, wait, why? <laughs> Especially, no! yeah. it was like that when they cast him, and then after hearing him, you're just like, but okay, he says like a few things in the trailer, by far the least of any of the characters, and still is just like, okay, he's just mostly doing his voice. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. It's the best Mario we've ever heard. He's just doing his voice. What? It's so funny, too, because everything leading up to it is just him constantly being like, it's unlike anything you've ever heard. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, oh. you speak. And that hey, you exactly talking like right now, Chris Pratt, I've heard. Yeah. Oh, you just erased <laughs> yeah. it. Even if I've never heard your voice before, you you talking right now? Uh, I right. heard it. Heard it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It just, I'm it'll just sure. Be it'll just be like, yeah. hey, let's... I can't wait for the like you know Star Wars has all the fan ed- edits and stuff. We'll have the Super Mario like fan redub. <laughs> someone will dub wow. over Chris Pratt's voice. Well, and I, I heard I guarantee someone's going to do it. I heard the dude that did that does Mario's voice in the games has like a, some kind of cameo voice in the movie. It's like, well, what are you yeah, he's doing? Do something in there. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. We need a Hollywood name for Mario. Like Mario's not been a giant franchise for eight bajillion decades at this point. Like yeah, guys, yeah. Mario is huge. You don't need to have Chris Pratt to sell people on a you know, practically extinct at this point, right? So games weren't as quote unquote tough, you know, to make because you're not too concerned about, you know, photorealism on a two forty P screen, right? So right. uh but but still, I mean, to get, you know, an 80 plus hour RPG filled with content, filled with replayability on top of that, and to be, you know, revered as one of the best RPGs in the, on the entire 3DS library, um, you know, says something. So again, I, I don't know what it is, you know, because you can't, you, you certainly can't blame it on the Switch hardware. You certainly can't blame it on the time allotment. But then, you know, you can't blame it on the manpower too, because you look at teams of 10 to 15 that, you know, that have accomplished so much more, you know, um, you know, and then look at, you know, the, the bright examples, obviously, I mean, they're not always going to be like this, but you know, the single developer team, stuff like Axiom Verge, Stardew Valley, Undertale, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that, they all made by one person, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, again, what's, what's your excuse, <laughs> you know? So I don't, I don't know. Again, it can be any number of things. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure the, you know, the pandemic had something to do with it as well. Um, I'm sure maybe that played a factor, yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It just makes you wonder. You know, it could be any number of things. So, I don't... yeah, yeah. It's it, I just it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. But I I was surprised I bought it anyway. You know, before I started reading all the you know all of now it's got this and now you know there's this problem and that problem. It's like well. I'll set it on the shelf 
they'll patch it eventually. They always do. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's the world we live in now. You know, it's, it's yeah. not a, yeah. you know, we could ship it broken and we'll eventually patch it. It'll be fine. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? There's not as much pressure now. Cause it's just like, you know, cause before it was like, once it's out, it's out. That's it. You can't touch it. Yeah. I mean, back in the, back in the days, you know, when it was on NES, Super NES, Genesis, stuff like that, yeah. you know, they would bring out revisions of cartridges with, you know, uh, stuff, but you would, if you'd already bought the game, it wasn't like you were going to go buy another copy because, yeah, you know, right. but most of the right. stuff like back then wasn't, you know, didn't have game breaking stuff. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's weird, but. Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I haven't downloaded this new patch, so we'll see, see how that goes, but. But go ahead, uh, Dennis, and talk about what else you've been playing besides Pokemon. <laughs> sure, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that that was the big one. I mean, the rest yeah. I'll go through pretty quick because they're shorter games. But, um, but yeah, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, that was the big one. But, you know, again, you know, we, we say all this, but, you know, I, I am, at the end of the day, having a great time with it. And, you know, this is a step in the right direction. And I just, but, I, again, I still stand by the fact that, I just want a new. I just want a different team, man. Yeah. Because we've seen what's capable when someone else is is touching the property, right? You look at the Pokémon tournament. Bandai Namco did that. The team that did Tekken, hence why it's called Pokémon. Okay. Right? Did did Pokémon tournament? That game was awesome graphically too. The game looks great, plays great, runs great. Oh my god, it's fantastic. You know, it's because um, the you know they're. This is gonna sound not nice, but you know they're huge. You know triple a developer not you know not the game freak isn't a bad developer but you're like you said before it's time for someone else to try it right yeah yeah just yeah. i mean like i mean because there's so much you can do there's so much that you can I, I feel like the 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 games aren't as um they don't experiment as much like they used to because look at the ds for example oh my god i mean the the the, the, tr the treasure trove of, of pokemon games there mm -hmm. uh, not including pokemon dash but that was a unique game still uh <laughs> but uh, there was there's another one too that was pretty unique on the ds2 right like was there another game kind of like dash i want to say well there was a sonic dash which was pretty much the same thing um i don't know if that's what you're thinking of but uh but i can't remember if there was like another pokemon dash per se i don't think unless they made a sequel it's, it's possible it's certainly possible um but back in like the Wii and DS days, man, I mean like Pokemon Dash, Poke Park, right? Pikachu's Adventure, right? Mm. You uh, you had a uh, Pokemon Ranger, which those are my favorite. Yeah, Pokemon and the Ranger, mystery, and the mystery dungeon games. The mystery dungeon ones, right? Oh, and then about, uh, Pokemon Pokemon Conquest. I was gonna say Pokemon Conquest as well, which was basically Fire Emblem the Pokemon, right? <laughs> right, and it was it was awesome. And uh, yeah, what there are... was so much experimentation back then. Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon, yeah, stuff like. That. What are the Poke Park games like? I've never played those. Are those kind of like Pokemon Snap sort of thing, or just like? Uh, they're you hang they're out goofy. With like in an amusement park. Yeah, like food? do you Catch remember? This. Yeah, like if you guys remember, hey you Pikachu, just think uh -huh. of that except oh, no, not okay. broken oh, and pointless. Boy. Hold on, well hold on, it's not broken and pointless. <laughs> this is the thing, like because th those games did not work, and I knew something was wrong because you know they always advertised it as like you know you talk to Pikachu about anything, and I remember renting it. It was the only time I ever rented uh -huh. it from Blockbuster. I rented it from Blockbuster, and one of the first things I asked Pikachu, I only played about two hours. It was but something inappropriate, that... wasn't it? No, 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 no. It was, it was uh, as far as I'm concerned, a very valid question. Uh, I, and because I've always been a fan ever since I was little, and 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 the, the, as far as I'm concerned, the question still holds today. So if they make Hey You Pikachu too, I'm still gonna ask this question. The question was, Hey Pikachu, do you like Taco Bell? Mm -hmm. That was it. That's all I asked. <laughs> and Pikachu didn't say anything, so I, I, I asked one more time. I was like, Hey Pikachu, do you like Taco Bell? And he 
just kind of stood there, and I was like, oh, let me rephrase the, rephrase the question. Hey, Pikachu, do you want to go to Taco Bell, or do you like uh, uh, burritos and tacos and stuff like that? Pikachu is still just dead-eyed. <laughs> just, uh, I, don't, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. So, but anyways, that mic didn't work like ninety percent of the time. Anyways, man, that oh, that yeah. game was pointless. That game was stupid. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you couldn't. What a what a pointless game. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think about that game from time to time because I never got an answer. You know, so I just you know I still wonder. But, I mean, all they need to do is just have a Pokemon virtual assistant app for a phone. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Charge fifteen dollars for it and watch it. Then you can be like, hey oh, Pikachu, yes. order me some Taco Bell. There you that's go. right. That's right. <laughs> It'd be funny if you had a snarky response. <laughs> well, then, well, there you go, right? Instead of using DoorDash, that's when you go back to Pokemon Dash, <laughs> and then, and then that's how you get it delivered. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, they, they they used to experiment so much back then, and you don't really see that anymore. And now it's just like y'all need to just be more free with the prop. Like, what are you worried about? Like, just have someone supervise if you feel like if you don't trust someone, <laughs> like if it's yeah. that precious to you, like just have have someone supervise. Just have Junichi Masuda just be like, just be overlooked. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, good. Just make sure Pikachu's in it. Yeah, no, we're good because we got to sell it somehow. So, you know. And we get <laughs> GTA with a Pikachu in it. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. literally GTA, but then a Pikachu skin. Yeah. <laughs> Pallet down city stories. <laughs> Something like that. Viridian City stories. So Pikachu's <laughs> carjacking, you know. Oh boy. I'm in. Uh, on that rock star, you can do it. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, the uh but yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, I miss when there was more experimentation to it. Because even even the Pokemon Snap that came out on um, you know, Switch was 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 beautiful, you know, and and you look at Pokemon Cafe, um, which is beautifully illustrated, also, you know, and it's and and then Pokemon uh, Pokemon Unite again, a very pretty game, and and what they all have in common, not developed by Game Freak, that's what they all have in common. Mm-hmm. So. What if we get a Pokemon uh, Mortal Kombat game? It's just like Mortal took... Kombat, but with Pokemon and lots of blood. Yeah, lots of blood. You call yeah. it? They call it. Uh... Mortal, <laughs> mortal, pokey oh, no. combat with a K. Come Pokey on, combat, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to think that hard about it. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a great title. It just has to be stupid. <laughs> yeah, it just has to be and, stupid exactly. and fun. Well, yeah, mortal combat fun. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but anyway, anyways, I know, I know, we're going like getting too sidetracked here, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, so um, I've been kind of in a puzzle mood lately. Um, so uh, one of the games I played and actually reviewed for the site was at the entry piece. Uh, oh, no, sorry. The first one. Let me do the first one first. Uh, was Hourglass. And uh, Hourglass is a very pretty game. Um, it's got a very pretty aesthetic to it that uh, is very vibrant. Uh, a lot of the colors are oversaturated, but um, it, it you know uses it to its advantage. And... Um, yeah, it almost has this sort of duality to it where, you know, you start the game off in this sort of Egyptian-looking um, area, but then, you know, these pyramids that you go into end up being this sort of, uh, you know, this portal or this sort of wormhole into another uh, dimension that is uh, usually, you know, up in the sky and beautiful, you know, very luscious and filled with greenery and, and stuff like that. And uh, 
And yeah, but the the big gimmick for this, and hence why it's called Hourglass, is um, it has a sort of time reversal mechanic to it. And so let's just say, you know, you have a platform that you need to bring from one side to another, and uh, you need to step on a platform uh, in order to get. Or I'm sorry, you need to step on a switch to get the platform to move. Now, you know, but you need to be on that platform to get to the other side, right? So how, how are you going to do that if you have to step on the on the platform? So what you can do is basically you would instead, uh, again, just as an example, um, you know, you stand on the platform and then you can sort of put out a image of yourself and um, go and step on that on that switch while the platform goes to where you need to go, basically. And it's it's weird at first it sort of breaks your brain a little bit because you sort of have to think in reverse like i mean so maybe the example that i used wasn't the best because that's more everything is very fluid in the step-by-step process of that but even though it, it could still technically work but yeah you almost have to think in reverse a lot of the time you know where it's just like, okay how am i supposed to get instead of thinking a to z you gotta think z to a <laughs> you know so and it's it can be um, not not confusing, but uh, it can it can be slightly challenging. But um, overall, it's it's very rewarding, and nothing ever feels like it's cheap or stupid. Every time I've even if I've spent um, a while, and 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 for that game, a while is probably I mean not more than fifteen minutes. So you know, on a puzzle, so I haven't been too too stumped. I haven't had to look anything up just yet. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean the game is it's a short game, maybe three hours. I mean I beat it. It was it was fine. It was good. Three it hours. Was good. That's not yeah, bad. That's, that's not like the all. perfect little sample. You know, you play mm -hmm. it yeah. five hours. It's good to go. You feel accomplished. It's like yeah. puzzle yeah. game. Puzzle games can easily go. If they go too long, you're just like, uh Yeah, you I'm get yeah, tired of them. These are just like the same thing over and over because you couldn't think of any more puzzles or you just got right. way too crazy with it or something. So, yeah, puzzle right. games, if they're, you know, three hours or something, that's pretty good length. Yeah, no, I mean, it's perfect. It's a nice, like, perfect palate cleanser, too. And it's, um, you know, it, it's, especially when you need something to scratch that itch, man, it hits the spot. And uh, Hourglass definitely did that. Now, I will say, I mean, I got a good deal on it. I only got it for, like, a couple bucks when it was on sale. And it goes on sale pretty frequently from what I've seen. But the game is normally $20. I would not spend 20 bucks on that. Do not spend 20 bucks on it. Not to say it's not worth the 20 bucks, because, I mean, it is a polished game. It is a good game. But I do feel like... I don't know. I, I personally, I feel like that asking price is a little too much because even though it's a good game, um, $20 of value, you know, I I personally don't feel like I would get out of it. But again, I'm content. I'm, I was more than happy with the couple of dollars I spent on it. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, it was a nice, short, quick game. So, you know, if you need a, you know, nice little puzzle game to scratch that itch hourglass is the way to go um highly yeah. recommend that yeah uh but uh but yeah speaking speaking of puzzle games especially ones that are very long actually like nathaniel mentioned that can overstay their welcome is uh the entropy center uh we did a review on that one and it is up on the site now um overall very good game i mean i think i gave it like a four or 4.5 out of five it's, so uh i wanted to play this one yeah, it's it's great, man. It, it's basically Portal Three. Let me just uh -huh. in summation, it's Portal Three, um, and it's it's awesome. It's, um, or if you count all the fan made levels, it's like Portal Twenty. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there, yeah. there are so many fan made levels yeah. and things yeah. for Portal Two at this point. 
That is, oh, that speaking of Portal, uh, Portal RTX is out in like a little less than a week. Mm, so that, that yeah, out. yeah, I got the what driver update for that. So. <laughs> there, it's a free update or whatever for Portal that like puts ray tracing in it. Yeah. It looks beautiful, man. That game looks like brand new almost. Just uh, all, all they did was ray tracing. It's crazy. Cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, Entropy Center was um, fantastic. The humor is great. The puzzles are really well designed. They're really clever. Um, and the story, even you kind of have to uncover it a little bit because you know there's all these like little computers spread throughout the facility that you're kind of running through, um, and you do have to like interact with it. You don't have to, but you do have to interact with those computers to you know, and then you read their emails and you can kind of tell what's going on via the, the conversations that are being had. Um, but uh, but otherwise, the little AI, um, I think her name is Astra, and uh, the uh, the main character. Uh, I forgot her name, unfortunately, but um, they uh, the banter that they have with each other is is great, and uh, yeah, I mean, the level design is really well done. The graphics are fantastic. I think the game has ray tracing, man, because I I'll look at sometimes I'll just stop and look around and be like, man, the lighting and the shading in this game is incredible. So I I feel like there's ray tracing, like because the reflections look too good, and like I mean the you shadows are really like... nice reflections that aren't ray tracing. Yeah. You just have to yeah. test it to to break it to be like, okay, are these the old school fake reflections or are these one ray traced ones that see stuff that's off screen? That's the yeah. easiest way to tell. Yeah, I mean, if it's but even then, it's... there's like plenty of games that fake stuff that's off screen by using reflection yeah. maps and other things and combining techniques to make it look really nice. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I was I was really really impressed. So even if there's not, I mean, it's it's fantastic and playing on both you know Series X and Series S. Uh, the game looks and runs great on both. I mean, you know, the Series S, I mean, looks just as sharp as the Series X does. And uh, it's it's pretty incredible what that little thing is capable of. Wait, did you it, get it a really Series is. X? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, now, yeah, no, we got one hey, like, last year. Now, yeah. now when we play yeah, Gears I of thought War I told you. 3, hmm. it'll be great. We won't last I heard, it was just a <laughs> Series S. That was last I, that was all oh. over. I didn't yeah, realize you got one that long ago. Okay. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's been sitting there. Well, maybe not a year ago, but definitely at least it's felt like a year. I want to say, give or take, maybe, 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 maybe in the beginning of the year. Probably the beginning of the year. Okay. I want to say. I don't ever remember uh, you mentioning it. So. Yeah, I could have sworn I sent a photo too. I could have sworn. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was so long ago, though. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've completely forgotten. Well, anyway, but, go uh, ahead. I broke your. It was just. I was cut off guard. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> that's okay uh but you yeah, know it's 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 impressive what the what that thing is what that little thing is capable of man you know i think uh but yeah it, it's 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 impressive but anyways uh but the entry center is really really good but i i will say it, it does overstay its welcome um at at times even though the pacing is really good it does get to a point where it's like look man we can we can, we, we can we can probably wrap this up <laughs> you know what i mean like because it's like nathaniel was saying where it's like you know the, you do start seeing the repeat and the puzzles and the sort of cleverness and the unique uh value that the game initially gave you it starts to lose its it starts to lose its yeah basically exactly yeah um so it's just you know, but yeah, but uh, but overall, it's it's very good. It's you know, it's worth getting absolutely. I think that game's twenty five dollars, and it's absolutely worth twenty five dollars. And uh, but yeah, yeah, go on, on you know thegamersounds and read the full review for you know a more in depth look at it. But yeah, overall, great game. And you know, if you're looking for a nice, 
you know, puzzle game that's fairly big budget that will definitely scratch that portal itch. Oh man, look no further than the entry percenter. That that that's gonna that should be your go to game. That should be your you know your star of the show, basically. Mm -hmm. um, at the moment. So yeah. Uh, but uh but yeah, and then lastly, uh and I just submitted the review uh for this uh, today actually, so uh, hopefully it goes up in the next couple of days. But um I just got a review code for this the other day. Um and it's a little game called Eden Gate. Uh, the Edge of Life. The game just came out maybe four or five days ago, and uh, it's a very low budget game. Um, but uh, but I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just uh, the game is seven dollars normally, um, but it doesn't look it. Like if you look at it, um, the graphics are not too bad, and the voice acting wasn't too bad, and uh, the environments are really really well done. But it, the gameplay is where it sort of suffers a little bit because it's it when you look at it, it almost looks like it's sort of like a horror game uh but it's it's not like at all um it, it very much it, it, it's like a glorified walking simulator basically i mean you're basically just going straight the whole time and uh but the environments are really really well done you interact with a couple of these memories um and they usually show up on the um on the screen as like these objects that are you know they're glowing they have this sort of fog surrounding them the smoke coming out of them and uh and then yeah and then you interact with them and they sort of give you memories of how you ended up there because you wake up with no memories and you have no idea what's going on there's no one around you everything's messed up right everything looks dilapidated and just just landed like an earthquake happened or something and um almost post-apocalyptic really um but yeah by interacting with these memories uh you sort of get more insight um as to what exactly is going on more of the story of the main character her name is mia that you play as and um and then, yeah, and then there's a couple of chapters. I think there's maybe four or five chapters in the game, but I was surprised when I found out there were chapters because there's no loading screens and there's no indication that it switches chapters. The only reason why I found out there were chapters was because achievements would pop up and be like, hey, you found this item in chapter one. You found this item in chapter two. And I'm just like, I didn't realize we switched chapters. I didn't realize <laughs> This just seemed like a seamless one-shot game, but apparently there's chapters in it, which is, again, weird because it, the game is short. Anyways, the game was like an hour and a half, no more than two hours, you know, and you can 100% that game in one go also. So, um, but that's if you interact with everything. Otherwise, you can honestly just run through that game because you don't really need to interact with any of the memories. You don't have to get any collectibles. There's only maybe two or three instances where you absolutely have to do what they want you to do because they're sort of quote-unquote puzzles. Um, but they were super easy. I mean, you, if you don't figure them out within two minutes, I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> seek some help. But uh, that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but there were just just these passcodes. There's like these pin pads, basically, and you uh, you just have to figure out the passcode for these pin pads. And there's only maybe two or three instances of that. Otherwise, you know, you're not getting through that locked door. Um, but super obvious. I mean, they're not difficult at all. And, uh, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, you can just, you know, f just run right through that game without having to touch or interact with anything. Uh, there's a couple of cutscenes, and they are not skippable. Um, so, you know, you will have to deal with that, but uh, they're not long anyways. And, uh, you know, the cutscenes aren't too bad. I, but the biggest takeaway from this, again, for a game that was only $7 was I was very, very impressed with the environmental design. Um, the uh, and just the overall flow of it, but yeah, the gameplay did get a little bit um, repetitive at points. And honestly, the memories, uh, it 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 felt like a game that 
they had their heart in the right place, um, but it, there was no clear-cut vision on where they wanted to go. And I think if they had a proper budget, uh, I think this game could have really been something special. So this almost felt like a prototype of sorts, but not a bad prototype. I, again, I'm not saying this in a bad way because I actually rather liked it. You know, I I don't want to say I loved it because I didn't, um, and I wasn't necessarily having like you know a lot of fun with it, but I wasn't bored either. You right. know, and I was interested enough to see it all the way through and thankfully it wasn't long so it, didn't, it never overstated is you know it's welcome and i never really got to a point where i was like all right can we we need to wrap this up or something <laughs> and again with no frustrations or anything like that everything felt pretty seamless so you know there were no hurdles to go over or anything like that um so yeah i mean it was just a straight shot through and again it's an easy 100 percent. also you know if you want to uh you know get an easy thousand gamer score but again you will have to interact with with everything to do that but again you know if you have you know two hours to spare you know it's not that's not bad but it, it could be better the story sort of it's not cohesive enough to really make sense of everything that's going on and quite frankly i was surprised that by the end I, looking back on it it makes more sense but i mentioned this in my review where at the end there is sort of like fades to black really quick and there's this it's not a spoiler or anything but there's this note that comes up that's just like this game is dedicated to all those we've lost and uh, all those uh, currently covering or something like that. I, I don't think it was verbatim like that, but it was, you know, along along those lines. Hmm. And I was thinking, I was like, what the... was? I'm sorry, did I just play a game about depression or something like that? Like, what? I'm just, I'm not quite following, like, what... But then I thought about it and I was just like, well... I, I mean, I guess it kind of adds up, but again, the story, again, it wasn't cohesive enough to really put those pieces together and kind of discern that that's what the, they were trying to, that message, that was the message they were trying to convey. Right. So like, hmm. it's it, it, but looking back on it, Mia, like her memories was very much about, they were very much about just her like being alone and she's antisocial and she grew up and, you know, she like always loved science and she never had friends and people just sort of chastised her for, uh, you know, for, for being such a, you know, but, you know, just being so much in the books rather than, you know, being social and like, oh, you're a weirdo and stuff like that. So maybe she always felt like ostracized, you know, from society and stuff like that. And maybe I started thinking like, well, maybe this was all in her head. Maybe, you know, maybe there be nothing happened. Maybe there wasn't some big catastrophic event that happened. Maybe this was just how she views the world where it's empty and it's just her alone, you know? So, but even so there was a sort of a post credit scene as well as a post scene after that message as well. And I, that's, it still didn't clarify much of anything. Um, so again, I, that note just really threw me off, <laughs> you know, because by the time the game finished, I had my own sort of um, idea of what the story was, but that God. note sort of ruined everything. <laughs> so I was like, well, well, now I'm not sure what I just played. You know? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So yeah, it just seemed seemed odd because it's not like, and I mentioned this in the review too. It's not like the Evil Within or Hellblade or uh, what's the other example that I that I used. Um, I, I forgot the third example that I used, but it, it's not like those games that uh, you know they don't make a clear distinction between certain dream states and uh, you know mental. Uh, uh, perspectives, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, how, how, how certain characters see things hmm. and stuff. So, 
uh, this, you know, I, I just took everything literally, you know, and again, even with the memories that were sort of sprinkled throughout that gave you um, a little bit of backstory. Uh, and there's like notes sprinkled throughout as well. And I read every single one of them. But I, again, I mean, how the hell was I supposed to know that this was, I, I mean, it, I, it probably wasn't even about depression. I don't know what the hell it was about. Honestly. <laughs> I just, it, it just, I, I don't know, but it just really threw me off. That note threw me off, man. I like at the end and I was like, man, if that note wasn't there, I probably would have liked this a lot more because again, the environment was really like really, really well done. And even though the story was kind of whatever, that environment is what really like hooked me in. You know, because I, when mm. I see great environments like that, like I, I makes me because I'm I'm an explorer. That's what I, I love exploring in games. So, um, you know, I'm just like, oh man, I just I look around and everything. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is really cool. And then when they have little notes hidden here and there, it's like, man, it's just it's that world building and that environmental detail and that environmental storytelling. I love that, man. I live for that, man. It's that lore, you know, that slow burn lore. I love, I love, I live for that. So, uh, so but they had to throw that note at the end that made it seem like some PSA. You know, and I'm like, I, 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 now I don't know what I, what I just, what I just played. Um, but yeah, but there was a third game that I mentioned in the review and, you know, to give a better example to, you know, aside from the evil within and Hellblade, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, but overall, not a bad game. Um, when the full review goes up, go to thegamersdungeon.com to, mm -hmm. to read it and check it out. But uh, again, not a not a bad game. Again, it's a, a low budget game. It's seven dollars, um, but they made the budget work, right? So like, it, and I think that's what's most important is like it wasn't one of those yet another one of those like cheap you know indie horror games or something like that, right? Of just like oh man, they must have spent twenty bucks on this using Game Maker and like these you know uh, you know royalty free assets that everyone uses, right? right? Like this clearly had time and passion uh, put put into it um so yeah no i mean it's and it's sold for a modest price so you know again i was at the end of the day i, I was more happy than not you know but uh but uh but yeah, yeah. so yeah i would um yeah it's yeah, but yeah when the review goes up go check it out thegamersons.com and uh see for yourself um you know the the game just came out to consoles again a couple days ago i just it's i got an xbox code for it but the game has been on steam um for about two weeks before then so around the middle of November, and basically, if you were to look or just kind of glance at uh, some of the Steam reviews, you'll more or less get. I think everyone's been pretty truthful to, uh, you know, I, I share the same because I was curious after I got done writing. I was just like, you know, let me just see what's on, you know, Steam review and you know, people right. who have reviewed on everywhere else, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's basically how I feel. That's basically how I feel, you know. And then, and you know, there were varying, varying degrees of thumbs ups and thumbs down. I think it's sitting at a mix right now, um, which makes again sense, you know. Not great, not bad, um, but uh, but yeah, I I, I, tr I appreciate you know what they tried to do with the with the little that they had, the little resources that they had. They they, they made it count where it was supposed to. So yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I I, I mean, I, I respect them for doing that. So, uh, but. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I've been playing. Cool. All right, Nathaniel, let's hear about. Uh, well, I'm gonna do my list backwards. backwards. That's yeah, what I figured. I figured you were gonna do it backwards. So. backwards. Work up, work up to the big one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. So, but yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in hearing about number two anyway because I I wanna. It looks interesting. I'm gonna play it. Yeah. So I've played a bit more Elden Ring in the middle of all these the few other things I've been playing. I'm just like, oh, I'll jump in for a few hours and make a little bit more progress so i'm pushing my way through i'm pr 
probably not quite halfway, maybe a little less than halfway. Mm. Having finished the game before, it's kind of like, well, I'm guessing, but <laughs> not like there's a percentage bar you can look at. Like, well, based on how right. far around the map I've gone and how many bosses I've beaten, I don't know. I'm probably like 35 to 50, somewhere in there. Uh, percentage done. Because I've gone to... Let's see, one, two, three, four. The first four major areas of the map now. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say of that other than yeah. like, it's still fun. That game is awesome. Yeah. If, you, if you like exploring, yeah. you should play Elden Ring, even if you didn't like it the first time you tried, Dennis. <laughs> Dude, you can play so much of that game without even doing a boss fight. It's ridiculous. yeah, you can, you can explore like, so yeah. much and just enjoy the open world. And you know that's what boss I did. The world Ride that is horse, beautiful. Yeah, run over enemies. And you have the crazy thing is, Elden Ring makes a really good first impression when you walk out in there, and like, wow, it's really beautiful. And you get to that first area, and it's like probably my least favorite area of the game, and it's still great. I love the the first oh, opening yeah. area. It, it, like, it's t- yeah, that's that that yeah. There, like, FromSoft does this a lot, where a lot of the later areas in the game are a lot crazier and more detailed, or just different than where you start out, and it's just like, oh wow, those last areas uh, are really, really cool. And I think they do that somewhat on purpose, just to kind of ramp things up as you go, just for your environment. For like, when you get to the end, you, there's some cool stuff waiting for you. So you know, like, if you've ever played their games before, you know that you're like, oh, I'm gonna keep pushing through to see what see what I find later. You know, it's kind of not anything different with Elden Ring in that respect. It's like, hey, there's really cool areas in the start, but there's some really, really, really cool areas at the end, too. So it's not like it runs out of steam, which is a crazy magic trick for how huge Elden Ring is, that it has so much cool things to find in there. What is this, like your seventh playthrough? Now no, no, no. Now I played it all the way through on Xbox, and now I'm doing my PC playthrough. Nice, good choice. <laughs> I think my buddy's on my, his third playthrough, but he's just done same class over and over you know he hasn't started over he's just like playing as a yeah like the dps I, my fingers are that. crossed that in a week we will have news about dlc from yeah. the game awards because how much, think, how much you think game awards has had so much elden ring kind of like trailers and stuff in the past so like mm-hmm. if they're gonna do like dlc for elden ring then that seems like the most likely place we'd hear about it how much and there's been so many rumors from people like doing you know getting into the files and seeing stuff for like things that are named and things that they've added in patches and whatnot that's like oh dlc's coming guys so it's like <laughs> it's almost like okay we just gotta wait till whenever they're gonna tell us at this point it's not like you know dark souls 3 when they had like all of it pretty much mapped out by name or something beforehand or like hey we're gonna have like two or three things over time everybody knew that going in this time I was like hey here's Elden ring Everyone's like, are you doing DLC? And they haven't said anything. But right. everyone's everyone's kind of assuming based on what FromSoft has done in the past and how well Elden Ring has done and just like a, a bunch of clues that people are like looking when they're deep diving into every little scrap of information they can find. Like, yes, we think DLC is coming. So I would not be surprised. Yeah. I'll be I'll definitely be right on that as soon as they do it though. I also tried uh Pentiment on uh, game pass mm. i played it on pc though so i could do kind of point and click controls versus running around with a controller it would play fine either way though it's kind of uh, obsidian people keep calling it an rpg and that's not really what it is 
Okay. Unless it's like unless you think of it as like you're playing the role of this main character and you have dialogue choices, but you don't have like stats that you're upgrading or anything like that. Right. And I've only played a couple hours, and I don't know that I'm going to play anymore because I'm just not sure it's for me. But I think it's cool. Either way, looks like, cool. It, you can tell that the people making the game are super obsessed with the period of history that's set in, which I believe is like 1500s. It's been a while since I played it, so I'm trying to remember exactly, but. The art style looks like it's from old manuscripts and stuff, mm-hmm. like all the illustrated art, and it's really, really cool. And all of the dialogue is by like speech bubbles that pop up, and they have different fonts. I think six or seven different fonts in there that different characters use, and it all like has like little writing noises. So it's all like, like when it gets right. written out, and then you see ink dry. It's a really cool effect it's on how they have all the text go up, and. You start out and you're like this artist, resident artist guy who's in this mountain town and uh, it's in the middle of Europe somewhere. I forget exactly where because, again, it has been a few couple weeks since I actually played it because I played it right around when it came out and just played a couple of hours. So my memory is getting a little hazy at this point. But uh, you you kind of work at this... Um, you work in the church or whatever, the town, and along with like a few old guys and they're all like... You're doing manuscript stuff for them, but you're also working on your masterpiece when you get time to do it. And then this noble guy comes to town, ends up getting killed, and you're like, oh no, let's try and figure out who did it. And that's about the point that I got into the game of like, hey, this guy died. Go figure out, like, you know, go talk to these people or go here, go here. And then I stopped playing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was done for the day, and then I just haven't gone back. So yeah. I kind of got through, I guess, the intro of the game. But it's got really cool personality. The art's really nice. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I didn't vibe with the just the subject matter enough to go back mm-hmm. to it over some of the other things I've been playing. I yeah. might eventually get back there, but I just haven't yet. I want to try it out. It's really, cool. really cool. I would. And like they've said, for, like Game Pass is the only reason that they were able to make this game. Yeah. Because it's very, very niche. And if you're, if you're into this period of history at all, then that's going to be your in. If not, like it's got some cool okay, art and some other things, you might still enjoy it. I'll put it on my list. And but, you know, uh, if you have just, Game Pass, that's worth trying for sure. Well, yeah. You and I have yeah. similar gaming interests a lot of the time. So, you know. so yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. I'm just not sure if it was necessarily for me, but I'm glad it exists. And I, I hope that like... What I hope comes out of it is like Obsidian and other studios get to have like throw a small team and make a little tiny game and throw them out on Game Pass and get some really cool like like more like what you'd find from indies even though it's not going to be indie because it'll be the Xbox Studios. I hope that they do that because that would be really cool. Right. Kind of how like they get the more like cool arty games out of like Ubisoft or EA when they were doing their little programs like that kind of thing. Right. It seems like maybe it kind of similar to one of those where it's like. Let's have some of our studios do like a smaller project and do something a little bit more unique. That's pretty much what Pentiment is. I like that though. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to see if it's for you because like the people who have been seeing like who got into it have really gotten into it and really like it. So I just it didn't quite grab me enough to keep playing it. Is it right now? Just like a more of like an indie adventure game than anything, because what you're saying about role playing and stuff. Kind of, it does play a lot like an old school point and click adventure, as far as like click you click. If you're using the mouse controls, you're clicking to move, and then you you know can click on some things to interact. There's like a little, there'll be a little icon you can look at some things, or just mostly it's talking to people. 
and then when you have dialogue you have like you pick which dialogue choice you want mm -hmm. and then there's some stuff where there's like keywords so they'll mention like a specific city or something and if you click on it or there's another specific button that's dedicated for doing this you zoom out of like a book so it looks like you're on the surface of a book and it has notes in the margins so I'll be like, this city was such and such and has like such and such for trade or whatever, just to give you context for things. Because otherwise you'd be super lost if you didn't know anything about, you know, this time period. Because they're not, <laughs> if they didn't have that part to hold your hand and say, hey, yeah. this is what this means, then a lot of people would be lost. So that definitely had to have that in there. <laughs> and sometimes though, it's just like a character name, you'll zoom out and they'll have like their picture so that when you see them later, you'll recognize them. That. So it uses that kind of mechanic for, you know, a few different things. But mostly, yeah, it's just clicking through dialogue trees and talking to people and then paying attention. And then later a thing pops up that says, like, hey, you didn't convince this person because this, this, and this. You, like, had, there's, like, certain points or whatever for, like, say you wanted to convince somebody or somebody was going to do something, you know, you know, agree with you based on how some conversations before went which you have no idea because it's not signposting it like, hey, you were nice to them, you didn't yell at them, so therefore they're more favorable towards you. There's kind of a little bit of that kind of buried into the game. But you so don't know it until later, and you're like, oh man, I should have been nicer to that person earlier. Whoops. <laughs> Oops. So I'm assuming that that stuff will probably get more and more as the game goes on, and I have no idea how long of a game it is, but I've only played you know a little bit of it to this point. So I, I, I want to play it. I I just haven't had time to sit down either in front of the Xbox or the PC to play it. Man, I wish there was a dedicated Xbox X Cloud or not X Cloud. Uh, yeah, because it would work on Steam, on Steam Deck really nicely because it's just a chill, slow-paced game. You're walking yeah. around; it's not like an action game. So I'm, I'm, I've I've almost been tempted just to just to go ahead and buy it. It's twenty bucks. I mean, you know, it's like what's twenty bucks for a game? Well, I mean, you could also just try it on really quickly somewhere else, just for the, like five or ten minutes, and then on Game Pass, and then be like, "Yep, I'll go buy it." I could. I need to set. Uh, X Cloud back up again on my Steam Deck yeah. where I installed that hard drive. It's it it all uninstalled, so I need to reinstall yeah. it. Did you play the first? You know, you know, ten fifteen minutes. You don't get the vibe of it. You won't get all of the like everything it's going to do, but you'll at least be like, okay, this is sort of what this game is about. Yeah, a little bit. I have also played another thing that is also on Game Pass. Although if you buy it, it's like five bucks. Is uh, Vampire Survivors, <laughs> and that game. It runs really well until you make it not run well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Is so uh, this game? It came out, I think, in October, and then I started hearing about it on some podcasts and like with the game of the year discussions popping up. People saying like, "Oh man, Vampire Survivors has been you know like no one's talking about it." I'm like, okay, that's weird. And I look at it, I was like, "What? This doesn't look like anything." Then I started playing it. I was like, "Oh, okay, I kind of get it." Still not a game of the year game, but it's really really fun. It's uh, kind of like taking a roguelike structure where you go into a level with a character and until you die and then you can, you know, you've earned some gold so that you can do some unlocks and upgrades and then you go and do another round and then they have multiple levels you unlock. So it has that you unlock multiple characters as you go, but then you also have like a bullet hell game almost, mm. but in reverse to where you're the one causing the bullet hell. <laughs> so you start out with, you know, different characters will have a different kind of like starting ability or weapon. 
and you're not doing a whole lot when you first do it. And pretty much all you're doing in this game is controlling the character moving around and trying to avoid getting touched because any time an enemy touches you, you're getting, you know, your health goes away. And if your whole bar goes away, you die. Pretty simple. But when you first start, like, the very first character you have has a whip. So it's, like, out to the right every so often, every, like, couple of seconds, it goes whoosh and, like, whips out to the side. And as you kill things, little gems drop, and they're basically your XP. And when you pick them up, you gain your XP, you get to the next level, and you get to pick an upgrade from a list of usually three. Unless your luck is high enough, sometimes you get to pick from a list of four. And like, okay, do I want to get... And they're always it's always going to be like random what choice you get. So mm. uh, you have different things. Some will give you more armor. Or some will give you you know other things. And you unlock more of these items as you go in roguelike faction. Like they always, a lot of them like to do this where you get unlock more items as you go. So like, hey, now you have access to this item. It might show up kind of a deal. So and then if you get, say, another whip, you know, whip from the list, you pick whip. And now you've got whip level two, then it'll have a whip going to the left and the right. And then you get, you know, the next level will be like, oh, it causes more base damage on the whip. So what you're kind of doing is you're picking up all these upgrades as you go. If you kill some tough enemies, then they'll drop a treasure chest. And that's another way you can get some of these uh, ability drops. And you're just basically trying to survive as long as you can. And you're probably not going to survive a whole long time, your first few runs, and then you're going to get to me where you're like, hey, I know these things, like, these are the good pickups to get, and there's certain combinations that you get from, like, if you have this upgrade and this upgrade, and then you fully upgrade it, you can transform it into a like, ultimate version of that thing. So, like, let's, if you have, say, the magic wand, and uh, which one is it? It's, I think, uh, one, like a book thing that slows down cooldowns if you have both of those and you fully upgrade your magic wand to get like a treasure chest pickup that will like tr tr transform it hmm. into its ultimate form there's no delay on it so it's just like tr tr firing all the time without any pauses in between like the first level of magic wand there's a few seconds in between every time it go pews out like a little thing and this is all in kind of 16-bit ish style simple uh like pixel art mm-hmm you know, it's not exactly 16-bit, but kind of that's the the vibe that you get from it. Right. But you have, I think it's 10 total or no, 12 slots. You have 12 slots and only six can be weapons. And then you have the other things that can be like reducing cooldown, giving you more armor, giving you more luck stat, you know, that kind of stuff. And so once you've you know, got all those things and max them all out. And then, you know, hey, you're just going through, you'll get gold from your, you know, level, uh, if you level up. All the levels so far, I don't know if any of the late, late levels are different, have a 30 minute time limit. So if you get that far, a Grim Reaper comes out and instantly kills you. <laughs> and you have completed the level. <laughs> so there's things where I have made the freaking game just like almost choke and die because there's so much stuff on screen with all the upgrades I pick up because yeah. there's an upgrade that will double the amount of projectiles that you have on its first level and then double it again if you upgrade it. 
And then I have stuff like things that sh shooting uh, like little pellet things in four diagonal directions. And then I have like <laughs> a thing going vertically that's like going off every couple of seconds. And I have like a magic wand that shoots randomly and lightning going off on random enemies on screen all the time. And all of them have been upgraded. So there's no delay. And so it's just like the frame rate. Like, <laughs> especially when you get to like, the start how the levels work is you go in and you have like a few enemies that are there at start and they're pretty easy and as this time passes tougher enemies start coming at you and it'll have like a few waves where it's just like hordes of enemies are coming at you and then there's some like other random things or like traps you can trigger that will have more things come at you that kind of stuff but there's there could be so many things on screen especially by the end you're just like putting out so much stuff and then there's so many enemies coming at you, and it's kind of just colliding to where you're just in this little tiny donut <laughs> safe space at best, where you're trying to just not be overrun. And it's just like, it is just chugging because it's trying to calculate so many things at once. Most uh, of the time, though, that's like when you're like way deep into the level and you've like, you've done it to yourself by grabbing all those upgrades on things. Right. <laughs> I've only had it like slow down really terribly a couple of times. But yeah, it's a it's a good kind of like podcast game or something if you're kind of half paying attention to each. Yeah, because all you're you're not having to push any buttons. You're just like kind of steering your character around and like picking which upgrades you want as it goes. And like, oh hey, you earned two thousand gold on this run. Like, what do you want to buy from the menu? Do you want to buy a new character? Do you want to buy like hey a permanent upgrade to health or permanent upgrade to this stat or that stat? So it's got that nice loop of like, oh, one more run. Oh, let me just try one more time. Let me do one more thing. And like, hey, hours went by. Whoops. <laughs> it's very, very much one of those games. And it's, 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 I'd say it's bare bones in that it doesn't have a bunch of extra fluff, but there's a ton of stuff to unlock in there so far. Oh, yeah. I haven't completed it by far, but I've got like at least a dozen characters unlocked and I've gotten up to, I think, four of the levels and unlocked a bunch of different you know things it has like a bestiary that you fill out as you fight enemies and things and it keeps track of all of the you know weapons and upgrades and things that you unlock as you go so i think this is also a game that was only made by one or two people as well i think so it was in early access for a while on steam and it was like three bucks for the longest time and then when it when it fully now, released it's five dollars <laughs> yeah it's like five dollars and then when they had the the sail around thanksgiving it was back down to like three or something yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah it'd be and it is steam deck certified if mm -hmm. i remember right seeing yep. the page so it would be a very good steam deck game for sure and it's it's one that like at most you'll be playing for half an hour on one run yeah if you're sh or you know shorter than that if you are terrible and they all killed you yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's just a fun, just, like, play it kind of a game. You don't have to pay too much attention to it, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. For, kind of like, the thing it's trying to be, it succeeds very well. Cool. Other than that, I'm just playing a small little game called God of War Ragnarok, mm -hmm. you know? Nobody's heard of it. Nobody's playing it. Yeah. Nobody's, you know, like, saying anything about it. So you probably... Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> So I have finished it at this point. Uh, I wouldn't have if we'd done a show before now, but I finished it at a time. Well, maybe if we'd done a show last weekend. I can't remember exactly when it is. I finished the 
story. I've probably, it doesn't have a overall percentage that you can see anywhere that I remember, unless yeah. I'm forgetting, but I'm probably like 90% complete and that's pretty much where I'm going to leave it. Probably. I thought about maybe trying to get like the platinum on it and the stuff I have left. I'm just like, you know what? I don't know that I want to spend all this time on this. <laughs> <laughs> What I have left is the uh, annoying crap. Mm. So there's have like the first game had the optional Valkyrie fights, and there's something similar in this game where there's like about a dozen or so optional boss fighty things that you can go do. I've attempted several of them and yet to be any of them. The Valkyries in the first game were tough fights. But, you know, they were pretty fair. You could learn their moves, you could upgrade your armor and come back if you needed to, and you could do them with a part from the very, very last one. They're all very doable. You know, the very last one is also doable. It's just, like, super, super tough on purpose in that game. Right. This game, we're going to have tough bosses that are thriving on using BS to win. Like, <laughs> like game design BS. Like, Hey, the the mechanics of the combat in this game work this way. Let's make it tough because uh, you're having to do things that it's not made to do well. So the one that annoyed me the most is you're in this fight that's an optional boss thingy that has three bosses in it, pretty much. Two of them are ranged. One is throwing ice fireball thingies at you. One's throwing fire fireballs at you from across the arena. So you have to try and you know get up close to hit them. Then the other one is like the main one or whatever. It also is more of like a big giant, you know, melee type of thing that's coming at you, but it's also moves very fast and has a swooping move from across the arena. So you could like get all the way across the arena from it and it can swoop and close the distance on you with an unblockable hit from one of its moves. Oh, wow. And the reason that this is all a bunch of nonsense is because you can't keep track of all three of these boss level enemies at once very well, so you're always getting killed from off screen, or at least I was. <laughs> I tried that one several times. Then there's other ones of these that's all like just one of them at a time, or there's some that there's a couple I thought I think that two. I hadn't beat any of these optional things, so I'm like, that's one thing that I have left. Then I have a couple random, you know, kind of collectible things that I missed that would be pretty easy to go find. Right, so just Get how it. Long, so kind of like, eh. How many hours have you spent in it? 20, 25? No. This game, Ragnarok, is bigger than God of War 2018. Mm -hmm. And I've spent being you know, very thorough in it uh, about 50, a little over 50 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is not a small game. That's, if that's you mainlined 2018, you could probably do it in less than 20 hours. There's no way that you would do this in less than 20 hours, I okay. think. Like even if you just did the story missions and skipped all the side stuff, which I would say would be a mistake, I still think it would take more than twenty. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell since I didn't play it that way. So I don't know. Maybe I haven't looked at like how long to beat or anything to see what people are saying there. But yeah, yeah I spent yeah. a lot of time I, with it. I, I was just curious about what. Yeah. So it's it's, it's probably I would say like God of War twenty eighteen. It's about that amount of content and a half, like one and a half God of War 2018s, or maybe almost double the size as as far as just like amount of stuff that's in it, how long of a game it is. 
I don't know. I can't really compare because I don't remember how long it took me to do God of War 2018, the first run through. I played that game three times, so I'm very familiar <laughs> with that. One. I can run through it fairly quickly if I had to now, because right. I just know I know where everything is. I know how to do all the puzzles. So it's like, how how long did it take me the first time? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> so God of War Ragnarok is this weird thing where it makes so many improvements over God of War 2018 and is yet not quite as good in my opinion and i think part of that is you know what to expect going in on this one so you don't have the surprise of like oh wow this new god of war game is really cool and it also doesn't have the magical kind of like the same hook that the first game has story-wise that like pulls you all the way through of like hey we got to get these ashes to the top of that mountain and then things just keep getting in our way the whole way through yeah that's boiling it very simply down for right. kind of what the motivations in the previous game were this doesn't have that same drive there's no like hey we've got to go do this thing necessarily it, it sort of does but it's not quite as compelling it's like oh yeah like uh the mother and slash wife character uh has died right before the game and we've got to take her ashes you know it's that's a very compelling story this one doesn't have that same hook to it that said, it has a lot of really, really great character moments in the game that are awesome. It just doesn't have that same like hook from the start. It's a different hook, and it's not quite this. It's just a different game, right? So it also doesn't have the same kind of elegant structure that the first one had. Of like, you have the Lake of Nine area that you keep coming back to, and it kind of is like a little bit of a almost like an octopus or something, even though it's not eight branches, but it's all like this central area that you keep going off of to different ways for the main thing. Then you had your different realms and stuff. It's just structured really, really nicely in the first game. This one is not like that. It's bigger, and you have you end up going to all nine realms in this game, some of them not all, as much as others. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's they kind of were saying that before we went out. Like, hey, we did all of them this time, guys. <laughs> we don't have any of them that you don't go to. That's how cool God of War Ragnarok is. I would say, I think the reason, I think this is probably a solid eight and a half, maybe to a nine game, where I would still give God of War 2018 a 10 out of 10. And there's still things in 2018 that, uh, little things that annoy me that I could nitpick. And there's things like that from that that they improved in Ragnarok. It's just one of those, it's like, yeah, it's not quite, it doesn't quite have that same magic, that intangible thing to it in Ragnarok that. Uh, it's just not quite the same level, even though it's still an amazing game. It's really, really good. If you like God of War 2018, you will like God of War Ragnarok. There's plenty of up here. And I'm sure some people would probably say Ragnarok they like better. That's just for me, I think. Right. Just kind of like a weird thing. But like, there's a ton of small, just like quality of life things they did in this. Like, you have shortcut chains in the levels that in the first game, Kratos would kick down and immediately jump to start climbing on them. Mm, yeah. In this game, he just kicks them. And then if you want to climb, you hit the button again to climb on it. So it doesn't automatically assume, hey, you want to go down there. It's just like, no, I want to kick it down before I go down there when I finish this little thing, right? right. And then they've changed kind of how the armor system works in this game. So the first game was kind of tiered loot. So like early in the game, you're getting like normal armor and then you can get like blue and green level armor and then purples and orange and like, wow. So they only have like a few viable sets by the end. Whereas any armor you pick up in this game can be viable because it's all upgrade system based. Mm. 
which you would upgrade armor and stuff in the first game too, but it's different here where like you have like level nine levels of upgrades for every piece of armor that you pick up. So even if you like really like the look of the armor that you get in the very beginning of the game, you can upgrade it and max it out by the end. And it'll still be, you know, just as good as anything else you pick up. It'll just have different kind of uh, set bonus on it. Yeah. See, I like that. I like that. That's cool. The God of War 2018 had uh, enchantments that you put on your armor. This game just has a thing that you put it on, like an amulet, I think they call it. So, like, all the enchantments are just in uh, their own spot mm. in the menu. Mm -hmm. So, if you're, like, changing armor and stuff, it doesn't matter because the the enchantments aren't attached to it like they were the previous game. So, the previous game, you'd have to swap it out and do a bunch of menu stuff. And it wasn't terrible in that game by any means, but it's just a nice little thing that they changed in this game. Like, oh, hey, that's cool. I don't have to worry about, you know, where did I put those enchantments? Because it's all just in one spot. You don't have to look at it, look for it in like five spots. That's cool. Um, trying to think, what else? Nice. What was that? I was just saying that sounds nice. Like I, I appreciate the quality of life stuff that they've that they've done with that. Yeah, and that's just like a few examples. They've remixed a little bit of kind of like the moves. So this game, you have you get different shields instead of just having the one. So different abilities are tied to different shields and stuff. You have similar, you still have some of the stuff that was in the first game, like your runic attacks. You have light and heavy magic cool runic attacks that you can do. But then they've added some other stuff in there with, they made kind of like shield breakers more important in this game. So like a lot of enemies either have like a block that you can break or they have kind of a special like attack that comes out. And when you see like blue rings, you can interrupt them with bashing with your shield so they kind of have that to mix the combat up a little bit and they have some new moves where you can like either like add frost uh, or fire to your weapons as you're doing it by holding the button uh, or tapping the button and then you like have different moves from that versus kind of just like all the normal moves that you still have from the first game uh like there's so much stuff that I'd love to talk about this, but it's all spoilers. <laughs> so game of the year for you? Mm, not my game of the year. No, Delta not even close. Well, I mean, yeah, I spent 50 hours in God of War Ragnarok. I spent over 200 in Elden Ring playing <laughs> it like on one, two platforms. Go. So for me, there's like no. Will God of War Ragnarok be game of the year for many people? Yes, like it's yeah. that good. It's that quality for sure. And it'll probably be my number two. Like, I don't know. I haven't sat down to think about it yet, but I don't know. I think the reason that I it's it didn't stick the landing for me as far as the end of the story in this game in the way that I would was hoping. Like, the first two-thirds of the game story-wise is, like, really great. And the end of the story is good. <laughs> so it's not like it's bad. Okay. It's just like, it's just like, oh, but... I wish you'd done that, and you kind of dropped these couple of like little plot thingies, and it's just a little bit messier than the story in the previous game. They don't; it doesn't tie things up quite as nicely as that game did. Mm -hmm. It's not like it ties it up bad or anything. It's just I'm being very nitpicky because you're comparing it to like a ten out of ten game that people are going to be talking about for years and years. It's like, this is one of the best games ever made. And then, you know, it's the sequel to that. So it has a lot to live up to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I think for the most part that they do it 
and I think that like a lot of people love this game. It's there's just like me being very nitpicky. I'm like, oh, I wish they'd done this or that. But then there's other parts of the game like, wow, that was amazing. I love that, you know. So. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things I saw regarding Ragnarok was, uh, and it felt and seemed very Kojima, was a part where I think you're fighting Thor. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't played Ragnarok myself yet, but I think you're fighting Thor, and like he like just smacks the hell out of Kratos, and like you yeah. technically die, you lose all your health, and it goes to a loading screen. But then he's like, oh, no, we're not done. And then it cuts you out of that loading screen. He gives him life again. Oh, yeah, that's that kind of so spoilery. Cool. So I wasn't going to talk about it. But <laughs> like, the oh, last okay. game has kind of like a dream. A I don't know. <laughs> well, like the last game has like the secret ending or well, secret. It's kind of like, hey, you should go back to your house. And if you do, you kind of have this thing where you have okay. like a yeah. go to sleep and wake up and like thunder and lightning comes out. And then you have like outside the house, you see kind of behind Thor's hip and you see his cloak goes away and then Mjolnir's there. And then like, Oh, it was just a dream of the future. What kind of weirdness is this? And then that part, that part happens in this game within the first kind of like hour or two, Okay. depending on how quickly and or how slowly you go through kind of like the opening bit, the opening two or three hours of this game is a ridiculously crazy roller coaster ride. So much happens, like <laughs> I mean, so much happens in the whole game too. But the they definitely want to pack it all in as much as they can in the first uh, you know couple of hours. Like, oh holy crap, that happened! Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh no! Uh, uh, uh. Just like hitting you left, right, and center, just like, hey, here's this awesome thing, here's that awesome thing. Yeah. Alright, now that we've gotten all of the awesome things that you were expecting from this game out of the way, now we're going to surprise you with other awesome things that you had no idea were coming. That's kind of how they do it, because, you know, that secret ending of the last game, you're like, okay, we know Thor is going to come to their house at some point. Let's do it as early in the game as we possibly can. Yeah. We'll put a little bit of a twist in there that you didn't know that this was also going to happen at the same time. And then, like, oh, hey, this character doesn't like you from the last game because of things that happened, so we're going to have that, you know, we'll pick up that thread within the first, like, five minutes of the game so that you're not wondering about it. So any of the things you're like, oh, I wonder if this will happen, I can't wait till they get to that, they're kind of getting them either out of the way or just starting them immediately so that then they can be like, all right, now we're going to surprise you with all the other cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, see, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. And they keep doing that far into the game like they do some weird pacing where they slowly unlock mechanics <laughs> so like if you're being super thorough and going into side areas a lot and doing some of the side quests when they start showing up you could be probably 20 25 hours in the game before you even unlock the enchantments like i was talking about before mm -hmm. that mechanic unlocks because it's all some of the stuff like that is all how far you are in the story so if you start doing the main story and they're like oh hey I want to go do some side stuff for a while. You might not get some of the things till later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like you, the first part's pretty linear and then you get to a part in this, you know, in there where it literally is telling you like, Hey, over here's that main quest house. We could go there or we could go to the right and go do these cool side quests. We just got <laughs> told about, which do you want to do? <laughs> uh... Yeah. It's such a good game that like all these small things stick out about it too that are like nitpicky like sometimes and it's not all like everywhere throughout the game but sometimes the npc characters are way too chatty especially when there's a puzzle sometimes when you didn't even realize there was a puzzle yet until they're like hey you should go do that thing over there I'm like 
What thing? I was looking at this thing over here. What are you talking about? Oh, hey, cool. I guess there's a puzzle here. Neat. <laughs> I don't know if they've patched that yet, because that was definitely something that they uh, that was talked about a lot. Like, even Penny Arcade did a comic on it. <laughs> I but saw that, yeah. They've had several patches. I just haven't seen if the patch it was in the patch notes or anything at all. Like, even without the patches, like, day one, that game ran real and did really well. So, like, it's unlike some games. Yeah. It's very polished when it came out. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. But yeah, there's like other things about the first game, like if people are nitpicking, it was like, oh man, we wish there was more enemy variety. So they're like, okay, here you go. Let's put at least three or four different kinds of times the amount of enemies in this game as far as just types. Yeah. There are so many different types. They have pretty much every enemy type from the first game shows up at least, you know, a little bit in this one. And then some. Like, there's so many new ones. It's really, really good. And there's some really cool, just, like, different boss fights. It's not like half of them are trolls like the first game were. There's, like, the first time you see a troll, it's just in a cutscene, and you immediately cut its head off. Like, they're saying, no, no, no. That's fine. You don't have to fight one yet. <laughs> we uh... know you guys got tired of fighting trolls in the first game, so we're just going to put it here to kind of, like, <laughs> wink at you. Like, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. C carry on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the game looks gorgeous on PlayStation Five. Like, yeah. there's it does not look like a cross-gen game, but that's partly because of just how great God of War 2018 already looked to start with. Right. But it looks better than that game, even. So, like, it's man, it's so it's such a big game too. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I didn't I didn't figure it'd be that big. You know, bigger bigger than. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it sounds like from uh, if I was hearing from the game director, they had had conversations on whether they were going to finish the Norse, you know, stories or whatever in two games or three, and they decided to do it in two. But it feels almost like they did it in two and a half. Right. <laughs> just because of how big this one is, how much that they just packed into it. Yeah, makes sense. And I, wait, I don't know, they don't... They leave some things at the end of this one that's kind of like, unlike the first one, you're like, oh, okay, I know that the next game probably will have Ragnarok in it based on how much they've name-dropped Ragnarok in the first game. This one, I don't know what they're going to do for the next game, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did kind of like a Lost Legacy-sized spin-off game, kind of like mm -hmm. Uncharted, because of some things that happened in this story. It was like, oh, I could see them doing that. They might not, but it just seems like a setup where they could if they wanted to. Yeah. If... And at this point, they have enough characters and things that they've set up, and they're like, hey, if we wanted to do a short spin-off game that may or may not have Kratos in it, they could. Like, yeah. They could do so many things if they wanted at this point. So... I guess we'll find out once, you know, some time passes since this game's not been out that long. Right, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to settle Sorry. something in the chat, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Yeah. yeah. I've never I got, man. I've always wanted Tim Hortons. I've never never Screw had. you guys and your in your Krispy Kreme, Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. Krispy Kreme is trash. <laughs> they're so bad. I'll 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 eat Krispy Kreme when they're hot. You know, when they I've come right out of the, yeah. out of the thing. I'll I've eat them. Never hot, had but... Tim Hortons. 
so I can't compare it, but Krispy Kremes are trash. Yeah. They only have one thing that anybody ever really likes, and that's the hot glazed donuts, yep. and they're just like air pockets of sugar. Pretty much. <laughs> I, like, I like glazed donuts from other places than there. Like, they're not bad, but it's just like, okay, sure. But yeah. they're not hot. They're not that good. Like, if you get them from, like, you know, gas station or grocery store when they're in the prepackaged things, it's like that. No. And then no, any no. other kind of donut I've ever had at Krispy Kreme are not good. No. Yeah. Yeah, Tim I don't like the hot donuts. They're like super like sweet. Duck donuts. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I don't know. I buy into no, duck donuts like, are Ugh. good. Yeah, duck donuts are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a Tim Hortons uh, kind of guy. We got one not you, too far I, away, about an hour. So I've had. The they were only in Canada for some reason. No, you go anywhere in Ohio. There's you cool. could throw a rock on a corner and hit one. I mean, oh. and we've got one in Parkersburg, <laughs> West Virginia, right up the river. But like you get up into Cleveland and stuff, they are everywhere. Of course, you might as well be in Canada when you're in Cleveland anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just right across the, across soon, the lake. Yeah. Come on. Come on over. We'll go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> this first thing you show up at the door, I'm going to go, let's hop in the car. We're going to go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, sorry, Nathaniel. Or what were you going to say, Eric? I didn't want to. I I couldn't help. I had I to. You guys so, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm sure you guys have seen the Travel Channel and the specials, like on the Food Network. We yeah. in the Pacific Northwest, we have Voodoo Donuts right. in Portland. I've been there a few times. Those I've donuts heard of are interesting. They're uh, pr pretty heavy. Like yeah. you eat it, and you're just like, ugh. But it is an interesting experience. Yeah. Like, but. There's a ton of local donut places around here and yeah. by my parents. So I'm always like, I'm always interested in trying stuff. Most of the time, I've your only, local places are better anyway. I have never had Tim Hortons donuts. I have had their coffee and like one of their snacks. My friend lives in Canada. Yeah. I mean, Canada's only like from Washington State. It's not that far, like six or seven hours. I'm surprised you guys don't have Tim Hortons there, honestly. Yeah, well, what do we have in Washington? We got Starbucks. Or Starbucks. Oh, well, yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> Starbucks is in a donut place. Yeah. Silly, silly people. No, Tim, we got Tim Hortons. Like I said, there's one an hour away, and then there's well, there's one an hour in each direction. But you know, uh, there's only one in the state of West Virginia, and it's an hour away. So yeah, we're fortunate. <laughs> but uh, Parkersburg likes to think they're Pittsburgh or Cleveland, so you know they're they're really yeah. Not, there's so. a there's another place in Portland uh, that's it's called Lone Star, I think it does, and its donuts are are interesting. It's like a shirt, like a I want to say it's like a lightly dusted donut, like a cake donut with a, hala, a habanero jelly in it, Ooh. like sweet habanero jelly. And it's actually pretty good. That but they're not very. Good. They're all pretty small. They're not super heavy. And I, you know, I could eat one or two and feel good. Voodoo, I go have yeah. one. Like well, you I'm feel like, bad, Ugh. yeah. I'm sure. Well, Voodoo's a big tourist thing. It's all yeah, I figure so. Food. Everybody's wants to go there because it's like, been I on. Try the... the fancy donuts, yeah. and I want to get married here. Nah, some of the other stuff. <laughs> uh, donut ceremony. Nathaniel, I am so sorry to train wreck your your God of War there. If you weren't finished with that, no. <laughs> I'm gotten all circled around by donuts that yeah. i don't remember exactly where it was i don't know there's so many things both story and mechanics wise that i'd love to talk about because there's some really really cool stuff in this game yeah but it's heavy spoilers so i can't <laughs> yeah it's too soon you don't want to We'll wait six I months mean, or two weeks i mean it's one that i probably wouldn't even like discuss necessarily ever some of them just in case someone's gonna play the game you'd really spoil it even if it's been years but, yeah yeah like it's a super cool game they started out where it feels like oh, okay here's more god of war but then they throw in a bunch of little things and 
some even bigger things to kind of twist on the formula like okay here's a slightly different way of doing the same thing or here's some like completely new things so yeah. like mixes it up a lot as you go which is really nice yeah that's cool i'll play it someday i've got to finish the first one Ooh. first so one yeah, thing my, my buddy just yeah, my buddy just finished the first one. Jones did for the second one. But it took him like yeah. two years to finish. The first <laughs> well, I ended so, up buying it on the Steam Deck. I bought it on Steam on sale to play it on the Steam Deck, so I can play it on the go. So maybe I'll play it. Actually, be, It'd able be to play fun it. on the Steam Deck. I bet. Yeah. Nice thing about this one, another kind of little basic changes. You have the axe and the uh, blades from the start, so they have the blades and some of the environmental kind of navigation stuff. So there's some like cliff faces that you use it like a hook shot and just pull yourself up, which yes. is really fun. That's cool. And because you have, you know, because you have it pretty much from the start of the game, they can design it that way. Yeah, that's pretty much what so, I've been playing. I'm definitely going to have to play it. I, you know, I was already very interested, but you know, obviously here. You know, yeah, play God of War 2018 list. first. Yeah, I did. I did. I beat it. Oh, so, did you? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Don't. I never. I think I tried a couple of Valkyries, but then I was like, ooh. Yikes. I really want to get like you know the like the, the the Infinity Gauntlet you can get. I was looking up how to do that and stuff. I think that's about when I stopped playing. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Eric. Go talk about what you've been playing. So. Yeah, nothing too exciting. You know, just a few things. I thought I would have played more, but unfortunately, I was, you know, a little bit distracted. Yeah. Life stuff going on. Yeah, you know, life. All right. So what have we been? Um. So uh, I've been playing a little bit of Marvel Snap. I got recommendation on John from John and. Uh, huh. The keg cast is big on that, so I've been playing a little bit more. Oh, right. It's it's fun, good distraction. What uh, like what uh, collection label collection level are you? Oh, I knew you were gonna ask. This. <laughs> uh, Three. That's the <laughs> that's the judging stick. The judging stick is the collection level. So terrible level. I actually found a I found a uh, YouTube series that like goes over like deck building, and that that helped a little bit. Plus, some people giving me some general advice because I I kind of got stuck. Uh, I'll, let me, I'll look at my deck in a second. Uh, oh, you're see, a couple other, couple other things I've been playing. I've been playing. Um, I've tried uh, Oregon Trail on Nintendo Switch, uh, based on view one of our other writers did for the site. Yeah. I bought it. Probably dumb for me to buy it because the review was. I mean, it's like okay, it's not bad. Okay. I can see how how it would really be benefit. It it's a mobile game, hands down. It's made by GameLoft. Yeah, so port- it was originally on iPhone. So yeah, porting it to a console, it's okay. It's very slow. Um, it's more. I would say it's slower than the first and the second, the the original. Huh. Just yeah. like I need a button to speed things up. I don't care about the wagon. I want it to go. You know, <laughs> my fingers and it go. I, I don't I care the about the wagon. <laughs> but it's you know, and it was funny because that's why he keeps going into those flooded rivers yeah. to destroy like, it oh, on purpose. I don't care I about dysentery. the wagon. We're walking the whole way, guys. Uh, Who needs a wagon? Two days later, I broke my leg, and it's not bad. <laughs> We're like, great, thank you. Just rub some spit on it. We'll keep uh. going. <laughs> It's okay. I would not. I think it's thirty dollars. Yeah. I would not recommend it. Thirty. It is if it's down to fifteen or ten. Do it if and if you're interested in that sort of thing. Just. I put it on my it's, Steam wish list, but I, I wasn't going to pay thirty dollars for it. There's yeah, no way. Yeah. It's Oregon credit. Trail, guys. Thirty bucks. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just uh, you know emulate the yeah, old ridiculous. one or play the one. Actually, the one on the Wii isn't too bad either. I fire that up. I had that on my modded Wii behind me. Yeah. All right, so I've been also playing. I played Mini Doom Two, which is a very random game. It is a took Doom Two and reimagined it as a two D platformer. 
Oh, action. okay. It's got all the music. Super small download. Hmm. It works great with the controller. I've been playing that on having a blast. I played way too much of it, but it's definitely got secrets and, you know, get the chainsaw and the BFG and do your Doom thing. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, I've been playing a buddy of mine, another buddy of my, mine, bought Dying Light 2, so I've been playing that a little bit with him, even though he's only maybe a few hours in and I'm halfway through. Hmm. But I finally, he also wanted to try Tiny Tina's, so we fired that up. And that's Borderlands. If you like Borderlands, Tiny Tina is pretty much that. With a more like fantasy theme, yeah, it's fun. It's it's easy to play. Um, definitely looter shooter. Scratches that itch for me. Multiplayer stuff. Very very easy to. Play. It you know, it's. So you asked about my marble snap level. I am. Oh. I am five sixty one of the collection. Level. Oh wow! I'm only two eighty nine. Yeah, I've played a lot of it. Yeah. And I'm level. I was level like forty five, but now I'm like level thirty because I lost a ton in a row. Yeah. I'm only level twenty one. I've been I just been working on season pass stuff. Yeah, I finished the season. Uh, oh, did it's, you get the it, you do the Wakanda? Did you pay for it or did you? Uh, I did. I paid for it. Yeah. So is this if I finish the season pass? Is this like Call of Duty where I can use credits and stuff I get to buy the next season pass for cheap? No, like I, I don't think I so. I think you got to okay. buy the and it's every month. Every month every there's month. a season pass. Yeah, there's a season you. every month for ten dollars. <laughs> that's not what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll see. Like, it was fun. I'll probably keep playing it. I don't know if I'll do another season pass. I really play. I literally hadn't picked it up in a couple of weeks, and like, I picked it up. I played it Thursday night for like three hours straight. Yeah, and like, my wife, my just wife was like put down that game. Wiped out my wiped out half the season pass just in like three hours. Yeah, it was like it's, it's pretty fun. It was like four days before the season ends. Am I really going to buy the season pass? Oh, okay, I'll buy it. It's like, oh, well, I'm almost done with the season pass now. It's like, I got another day. I can knock it out tonight if I want. <laughs> and the last thing I've been tinkering with, and I'm a little bit behind uh, for review for the site, we got um, Brooke. They make uh, controller controllers and gaming accessories. They're best known for making um, devices that will let you like your PS3 controller with your P6, things like that. Use it with your Switch. Or using your PS3 controllers with your Dreamcast or Sega Saturn. Anyway, they sent us the Vivid, which is um, a little controller for the Switch. And let me tell you, this thing's pretty pretty nice. Hmm. It feels a lot like a 360 controller, or uh, like a small Xbox Series S controller, or like a 360 controller. Yeah. It's comfortable, ergonomic. Yeah, I played two or three hours of half a dozen games on which just to try it out. I've been, I've been pretty happy with it. it. Comes in a couple different colors. You know, it's easy to use. And the, there'll be more of the review pretty soon. But I've been pretty impressed so far. And I've yeah. reviewed their stuff before, and they make good hardware. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. It looked really it's nice. Like, it looked like a quality try, controller. I'll try, I'll try it with my phone. It comes with a little phone clip. So, yeah, maybe fire it up and see. Play, yeah. some, uh, play some cloud gaming and see how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it. Not too much. You know, we had a lot going on, so I'll, I'll try to get, I'll definitely have more stuff this week. Yeah, I've, well, you, you got down here any Black Friday or Cyber Monday pickups. It's like, yeah, I, I bought. Uh, <laughs> I bought Game Pass from CD Keys. Does that count? Yeah. Like, I'm still well, paid bought, up for two years on CD, on uh, Game Pass. Uh, so. yeah, I bought Capcom Fighting Collection and uh, Calabunga Collection, because those were cheap. But other than that, I didn't. 
fiber. I picked up Sonic Frontier at cool. Walmart because it was thirty bucks. Oh, did you get in on that PS5 controller deal at Walmart? No, because I've I already did. I already have two. I don't need three. I don't. I haven't turned my PlayStation Five on in like six months, so I really don't need yeah. a third controller. <laughs> I, it, it had been about a month and a half for me. I was like, "Oh, great! Wait, how does this work again? How, how do I exit the game? Yeah. How do I power off?" Uh, I bought Gotham Knights on Xbox from Best nice. Buy because it was on sale. Okay. Um, I, I'm I'm interested in that. I think I will get it. I'm just gonna probably wait till it's like twenty five or so, or maybe it'll come to Game Pass. I'm waiting for a good price. Yeah, I thought thirty. I thought thirty was a good price. I think it was yeah. thirty. So. Uh, 30 or 35 so i thought well it's not going to get any lower than that till after the first of the year and i i really want to play it so i bought it and i literally booted it up watched the opening scene with batman and Ra's al Ghul playing and the washer stopped and then i unloaded the washer and then went and did something else and i haven't been back to it yet so i literally have not played any of the game i watched the opening cutscene. that was all i've been able to play <laughs> And then I, I, I kind of bought a bunch of stuff on the Steam sale. I bought uh, the Kenna game, which I have on PlayStation 5, but I wanted to wanted it on PC so I could play it on Steam Deck. Uh, God of War, uh, Hunt Down, because it looked really cool, oh, and it was yeah. like five bucks. Yeah, that game's fun. It, it gets tough. Yeah, I figured. It, it seemed like it was one of those Contra-style games that you'll start out real easy, and then you'll get about halfway through it, and it'll just start whipping you. So I figured for five yeah, bucks... It's got some cool secrets and stuff too, but the boss fights get nasty too. Yeah. I think I'm like thirty or forty percent through it. I got it on the switch. It, it, it was good. Yeah. Ooh. And then I bought potion permit. I think Nathaniel, you had that on your wish list. I think that sounds interesting. That sounds. I have, I have that one on my Steam wish list. It's one of the ones like you see like uh, in the discovery queue switch. or something. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. I'll bookmark it for later to see if I want to buy. It's it. on sale. Oh, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, and that's why it was with me. Yeah, it was much. like, oh, it was on sale for like. <laughs> ten dollars or something like that so i picked it up but i've yet to play it uh but it looked like a cool game to play on steam deck so there you go I, i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for those, you fantastic. know yeah action yeah. or brawl or anything like that i'm like oh this is cool well that's like i even bought i bit midnight suns on okay. steam i found uh there was a sale on fanatical with like a 15 percent off coupon for 60 dollar games or more and it worked on it worked on that so i bought it for nice. like 50 bucks 45 bucks or something like that it supposedly runs all right on Steam Deck, so we'll find out. I mean, I've got it downloaded to my PC it's too, verified? but no, gosh, no, it's not verified. No, right. they've said that they're they're gonna optimize it for Steam Deck, but not right now. It'll probably take a couple months before they do it. But I want apparently it's still playable at 30 frames a second on the on the Steam Deck, and it's like, well, it's a turn-based tactical RPG. You don't need 60 yeah. frames a second, so I don't need 4K and 60 frames a second on an 8-inch screen, but, I mean, when I'm playing on my PC, I want that, because I can. <laughs> sure. I want it. Sure. So, and the only other couple things, now I go back a little bit my list, the only other couple things I, I bought was, I bought a couple of those uh, Dreamcast Striker controllers. They're from um, the Brawler guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were on sale, Stone Age Gamer, buy one, get one, like, near two five percent off hmm. or by, were they 50 maybe they 50 percent off i don't know it's a good deal i bought one for one and they're they're okay they got pretty they got decent reviews people kind of complained about the quality but i mean i was like you know what i'll i'll, I'll champ price yeah and then the only other thing i bought was i forgot about this actually aside from today i bought river city girls one and two from play asia yeah and i had a code that made it cheaper oh that's cool i like, like those games 
Me too. I like those games a lot. And yeah. I was very angry that they took uh, the first game off of Game Pass. I was like two-thirds of the way through it. I was like, uh, 30 bucks, Or I can pay a little bit more and just get the physical copy. Yeah. I have it on Switch. It's good. It's really good. <clears throat> yeah, it is really good. I like it. No, <clears throat> I didn't buy too much over Black Friday because it's what you get when you go to Disney the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't spend all that extra cash, so... Um, well, anyway, there wasn't a whole lot of news. Um, apparently the FTC is going to maybe do some kind of lawsuit or injunction on the Microsoft Activision merger, and they're all going to have to go to court over it. Maybe I've heard like financial guys say that they say this all the time and they never do it. So who knows? The drama i guess continues i don't know i don't know i mean there'll be little random things like this until it either goes through or it doesn't i tell you what this whole eu thing has they it's funny to go and read some of that stuff because sony makes themselves sound like oh if we don't have god of war we're going to be so you know hard up for first person shooters and then microsoft is like well, if we don't buy Activision, we're only in third place, and we just don't have any really good quality studios to make games. So we need. It's like <clears throat> it's hilarious to read this stuff and go, "What are you all talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, eh, whatever. It's it'll end up going through. It's just going to take longer. I mean, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> oh, and I did win a code for uh, 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 Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 on Xbox. I downloaded it and thought, all right, I'm going to play this campaign. That. I'm going to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Went to find the campaign, and my God, the menus are just hard to maneuver because they want they got all the online stuff up top, and you got to go way down to find the campaign. So I finally find the campaign, click on it, it's like, you don't have the campaign installed. I'm like, well, what is this 50 gigs that I've got installed? <laughs> so then I had to download another Cheers. 30 or 40 gigs for the game, and I just went, well, I'll play it at some point, let it update. <laughs> yeah, like, because I thought I was just downloading the campaign and not the online, but it didn't give me the option to do one or the other. It was like, no, because I wouldn't have downloaded the online, so... um. The list of games coming to Game Pass in December is quite impressive if you haven't heard about some of the stuff coming out, like uh, Lego Star Wars um, that just came out not long ago. Um, Eastward, that Eastward game is awesome. I have that on Steam. Eastward game is not as good as John thinks. Oh, it is very good. <laughs> it's definitely a Game Pass game, though. So like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one you can try out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try. I'm excited about uh, Metal Hellseeker coming as well. Uh, Metal Hellsinger, Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, why that's I, December eight. Why don't I remember what, what? that is? What? I've already that is a rhythm game. shooter oh, game yes. that they have a bunch of uh, metal, like uh, actual metal musicians doing the music. <sighs> that's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's been out on PC and other places for a while. It was sometime this year, I think, that came out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. I'd forgotten all about that, but yeah, that looked really interesting. I yeah, that's a good that. one to come on the Game Pass. Get a lot, get some more people trying it out. Yeah, and now I don't have to buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see what else? Hot Wheels Unleashed. That looked really cool. I've I've got it through PlayStation Plus, but I've never downloaded it. Um, golly, Hello Neighbor coming to as Series X. That just came out on PC, like I think this week or or comes out this week something. 
Um, sure. What else? Um, Dune Spice Wars, that sounds good on PC. I like a good strategy strategy game. I wanted to try that out, but I didn't want to buy it. Um, and the other one that caught my eye, of course, Monster Hunter Rise. Um, <clears throat> finally like, coming uh, to... Like end of January, I think. Yeah. Finally yeah. coming to something other than Switch. So it'll look good. <laughs> it's been on PC for a long time. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get very far in it, but I own it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got distracted. And then I bought a different Monster Hunter game and played that. Oh, Monster, Monster Stories. Yeah. <laughs> I got further in that one, but didn't finish that one either. Oh, and for all you guys, if you haven't finished Dragon Quest uh, 11 on. Uh, on Game Pass, you, you might want to finish it. It leaves December fifteenth. I'm just a reminder. That's, if you've just so started it, good luck. That's a long game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, <laughs> I went ahead and I got it. I got a good steal on it. Maybe about a month, two months ago. I want to say two months ago. Yeah. Um, ended up getting it for like ten bucks. So I was pretty happy. Oh wow, that. yeah. I'm waiting for it to go on sale on Steam. That's where I really want to play it. Is on the Steam Deck. Right. But... Well, the neat thing is, is if you buy the Xbox version, believe it or not, it's actually a Play Anywhere title. So, I mean, I know you won't, won't, won't work this with the Steam Deck, but, like, at the very least, if you buy the Xbox version, you get the PC version also. Yeah, if there was an easier way to play Windows games on there without having to install Windows, I, I would probably do that. But, yeah. 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 Give it a couple of weeks whenever the big Steam sale starts. I'm sure it will be on Steam. Yeah, it wasn't on this time, which I was surprised. I was expecting it to be on yeah, this time. Yeah, but the November Thanksgiving sale, whatever they call it, doesn't usually get as quite as wide a coverage as the big, yeah. you know, end of year sale does yeah. so i've seen it on sale in fact i bought it on pc back whenever i got it, it was on sale i didn't pay full price for it so yeah. it's not like it hasn't been discounted on sale at some point so i would <sighs> expect it probably will be again yeah i'm sure i'm sure it will so game awards is this week everybody watching it to win their steam deck is that what yeah i will watch it on steam try and get a steam deck yeah. even though they're only giving 150 away there'll be way more than that watching it yeah and i probably won't get one i'll still try why not yeah why not i'll watch it through steam too yeah even though i've I got mean, a steam deck as the luckiest one of us here i definitely I gotta get on there <clears throat> yeah yeah, my wife would like to st like a steam deck and i don't want to have to pay for it so you know Ooh, that's a good one i like it <laughs> Well, there's that. Well, I didn't pay for the last one, so I mean, why should I, you know, expect to pay for this one? <laughs> but uh, so I guess we'll expect the the usual. Probably we have a lot of trailers of games coming out sometime next year or the year after next or yeah. three years from now. And there'll be a lot of trailers for dumb stuff and a few good good ones, and hopefully, like maybe an Elden Ring DLC or maybe something for like say the new Dragon Age I would like that but who knows like I always try and guess what trailers we'll see and never guess right so <laughs> so of the so of the game of the year games uh Plague's Tale Elden Rings Ragnarok Forbidden West Stray and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 um a lot of people were surprised that Stray was in there I'm not surprised I am Really? But well, I am and not. It's because this is such a weird year. Yeah. So like the first three makes sense. Horizon, I get maybe just because it's a huge ass game. I don't think it should be there. And then you got Stray and Xenoblade Chronicles Three is kind of like the odd picks, as far as just comparing with the rest. They're just very kind of different ones. Like Xenoblade is still a big huge game, but it's on the Switch, so I don't know. It's but. 
it's because we didn't have as many choices, I think, overall this year that we have this kind of list for game of the year. Yeah. I think it, I think in another year Stray wouldn't have been here. Xenoblade probably not either, just because I don't know, the the main game of the year category doesn't get Nintendo games super often unless it's like a Breath of the Wild. Right, unless it's like Zelda or something. Or like, like or like a you know, big Mario title or something. And then it's like, ooh, cool, but then if it's not like a big major Nintendo title, usually it's not gonna be in there, so that's why Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I think, might have surprised a few people. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't played it, but, you know, it got good reviews. So <clears throat> I cool. haven't played awesome it. That it's awesome it's cool, yeah. Uh, I want to play it. It's on my list. Stray uh, just, I don't know. I, the only reason Stray is there is because it got enough kind of buzz around it before and after it came out. I don't know that it's there because of it being, wow, this is an amazing game that's, like, the best of the year. It's, like... It seems like the reception for it was mostly like it was pretty good, and if you like really like cats, it'll be a little extra good. Yeah. But even if you don't like cats, it's still a good game. Right. But it wasn't like I don't remember anyone saying like, "Man, Stray is just like the best game ever." You know, it's the best game of this whole year, man. Like it, it just doesn't have that kind of like, yeah. I mean, I that's maybe why some people are surprised. Like it's there. Like okay, cool, sure. Like it's not like it doesn't deserve to be there necessarily, but it's also like Stray ain't gonna win. Like. Come on. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, and I, I liked it. It was a good game. I'm glad to see it's nominated, but yeah, it's not going to win. Um, I like Horizon Forbidden West is there just because it's a big blockbuster Sony game. But I don't know. Like, it's super pretty. It's probably the prettiest game this year as far as just like raw graphics goes. Right. But I don't know. Plague Tale Requiem also looks really, really good. So does God of War and Elden Ring. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool list. They're all games, probably worth playing. So yeah, it will be interesting to to see which one comes out. Um, man, they got a lot of. It's going to be Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok getting a lot of the categories because they're the ones that are nominated the most often. Mm -hmm. If I remember, I think God of War has like one or two more. I'd have to total the different categories. Then of course you have the stupid esports etc things. I'm like I don't even know these people or anything about it because I don't pay attention to esports. <laughs> so it's like I'll vote in this category just because why not? On the esports ones, I my criteria was who has the the best photo that's not just stupid and cringy. Yeah, that's how I that's how I picked. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. Hey, you're actually smiling in the photo and looking kind of normal. Cool, you get it. You're not trying to be like cringy or cool or just dumb or not even paying attention or whatever. It's yeah. like, all right, you have the most normal photo. I'll pick you. As I could have done it the opposite too. It's like I don't know. I'm just clicking one of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because <laughs> the audience, well, those it might be higher, but for like some of the categories, the audience percentage isn't very high anyway. Yeah. All right, man, well, some of these categories are super stacked as far as just like, man, I wish they could all win. Like, Best Music is one of them. Like, Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, yeah. uh, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 all are like, yes, very cool music. All right. I need to play Metal Hellsinger. Check that out. Sounds like I might like it. Metal Hellsinger, like the little bit that I played of it, I think I, well, I made it more than halfway through and I loved it, man. I, I, the oh, music, yeah. especially like if you're a metal fan, is. Oh, it's just chef's kiss. All it's right, so I'm in. So good. 
What do we so think will win most anticipated game? Because uh, I don't know that there's one that's like a run, like runaway. Hang on, I didn't even night. look at it. Where's that? Uh, so it's Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom are the uh, choices in that category. Hmm. I'd say it's either going to be Final Fantasy or Zelda. I don't know what I think it could be almost any one of them because there's enough of a fan base for any of these and it's not like there's the one runaway like wow everybody's going to vote for that one it's kind of like oh a lot of people will do Zelda a lot of people will do Starfield because it's close or a lot of people do Final Fantasy because they just love all the Final Fantasies or hey man Harry Potter's cool like a lot of people want to click on that or man Resident Evil so it's like none of them are kind of a runaway like hey yeah that will definitely win (laughs) yeah yeah, it could go either way. I don't know. What have... Oh, yeah, like the indie ones are decent as well. Best indie game, Cult of Land. Because they have indie or... and debut indie, because that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that uh, best indie, is that's a tough choice right there. Because I like Tunic, I like Cult of Lamb, and I like Stray. I like all three of those games. Well, and like Sifu's Neon White okay. and Sifu, like a lot of people love those too. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah that's good. a good crop I, of games. Yeah, it's like, that's a hard one. I I never played the, I played all those but Neon White, so it's, that's kind of a hard one to. Yeah. Man, one thing I wish that they would do, that they would add, is they have best performance, but they need to start adding kind of best supporting performance. Yeah. Because there's a character from God of War Ragnarok that's not the two that are uh, put here that I would totally put over both of them if it was in that category. Although, like, I don't know, Christopher Judge is really great as Kratos again. And Sonny, however you say his name, is good as Atreus. But there's another, like, even a couple characters in that game that would be like, yes, please. I would like to vote for them, but I cannot. And then there's, you know, then there's other games that aren't even, you know, here that had some good performances and stuff. So it's kind of like if they had a supporting category for like, hey, this is a character that's like, you know, in a lot of the game, but not like the main character. Maybe they could still be rewarded because, man, like God of War Ragnarok is full of so many good performances. Everybody in that game is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Uh... Like all the all of the returning characters from the first game, plus all like there's several new characters, and they're all great. So it's yeah. just like, man, I want. Can we just nominate all of them? But then it'd just be God of War, everything. And then there's other games that were decent too, that had some good stuff. So it's kind of like when you narrow it down to only five people, there's only thing so much you could put in. Yeah, that it's it's that's hard to do. You know, to to do that to narrow it down that small and and yeah, that's hard. But we'll see. That's yeah, what, we'll find out in a few days. Let's go see, what is that, Thursday? That far off. Thursday. Yep. Thursday, so. It's just Thursday. Yep. Cool. So, anybody got anything else before we call it a show? Nothing? No. Nothing at all? Okay. Doing the thing. Doing the stuff and the thing. The stuff and the thing. There's a new Last of Us uh, TV show trailer out. That's yep. like the main trailer, and it, you get to hear the characters talk this time. And it also still looks good. Yeah, so still I'm looking forward good. to that in another month and a half or so, yeah, whenever that comes out. Excited. I am definitely, definitely watching. Yeah, I'll I'll watch it. I mean, you know, 
I have HBO Max. Why not? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think this is it's one of the video game adaptations that makes sense. You're taking a right. cinematic game and then you're like trying to do it seriously. You're picking someone to direct it who has the aesthetic, like proven that they could do that kind of type of aesthetic before. Then you've got one of the like game creators is involved. And then, like, the trailers come out, like, hey, it looks like Last of Us. It doesn't look like, oh, we're just doing it for the name or anything. It actually looks yeah, like they're yeah. seriously trying to do that story. So I was like, it makes sense. Yeah. And also, I... if you know, you know, the music choice in this trailer was uh, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 like the, I like the story. I don't care for the game. So I'll probably like the show more than I like the game because I, I, you know, I, I like the story. I like the stuff like that i just didn't care for the game that much so i mean i already knew i would like uh um oh man my brain uh, what i hate this it's like i always i'm trying to think of the specific actor name and i can't because i want to like specifically think of it but the guy who plays joel i already knew i was gonna like him pedro pascal, pascal? yes pedro pascal the mandalorian you mean yes yeah mando mando <laughs> Joel, why are you wearing the helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just came from the wrong set. Sorry. I'm on the wrong set. Pedro's just like, oh, man. I just have to wear a helmet on all of my uh, projects now. So he's just I don't, wearing like a motor like, a helmet. The whole I don't even have to come in and act anymore. I just record the voices over, right? Because the other dude's got a helmet yeah. on. You don't know if that's me or not. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, uh, in this new trailer, they have a couple bits where uh, you get to hear Ellie and see like what yeah. she's going to kind of sound like and how she she's going to act. And I was like, that that feels like Ellie to me. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't seem odd or out of place. You know, it seemed seemed fine. I mean, I didn't think that it would, but I just you don't know. Like, are they is she going to do something completely different? Or right. Yeah. Close? I mean, it know. seems like it's going to be a little bit closer to the game Ellie than I would have expected. Or maybe they just specifically picked those clips for the trailer because it is like that. Yeah, could be. So, yeah, it looks cool. I'll I'll watch it for sure. So. All right. Well, guys, uh, the stream was a little bumpy for the first yeah. 40 minutes for some reason. I don't know what that's all about. So we didn't get to give the away. Internet his... is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was <laughs> it was it was fine here on Discord, or but you know, we, but for some reason the bit rate just started going, and then all of a sudden it just went, and it was fine. It just leveled out. So I don't know. Weird. Yeah, whatever. I pay too much for internet anyway. So. We'll have more codes to give away on the stream next time because I figure we'll probably try to do one show in between the week of Christmas and New Year's because nobody wants to do a show on New Year's Eve and nobody wants to do a show on Christmas Eve. But <laughs> we could probably do one evening sometime during the week of between Christmas and New Year's because okay. I should or... be off. Maybe if we're just crazy, we do it in two weeks on the seventeenth. If like life lets us do that, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Um. Oh yeah, I guess Actually, there is. Well, you know what? Yeah. I probably can't because well, well, we may be able to. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll see I'm how it works saying, out. I'm not expecting it the way like things have been working out for us lately. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> I was thinking of where I had to be on the twelfth, but that's the week. That's next weekend, not the weekend after. So yeah, maybe. I keep forgetting there's a week in between the 12th and the 24th. <laughs> how I, do numbers work? I yeah. Don't I don't know how the days work. How's time work? I don't know. But I, cause I literally, I said something to Nikki to, tonight. I went, well, you know, I got to We got to do this. And then the next, I got to go work here. And then the next week is Christmas. She's like, no, there's not. There's a week in between that. And I go, 
Oh, yeah, there is in there. I just keep thinking my brain is just, and I don't know why, but I keep doing that, and I did it again. Get ahead of yourself. I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, you know when I just, I don't know. But, yeah, it's whatever. But, yeah, two weeks. That's what we're shooting for is two <laughs> weeks. Two weeks. Fingers crossed. Hopefully everything goes well. But, yeah, we'll see. So, But, like I say, follow us on Twitter, at GL underscore podcast. I try to tweet out early in the day when we're going to record so you know what time if you want to come by and hang out if not no big deal you'll catch it on the podcast feeder like you always do but like i say if you want to win some steam codes i have a crap ton of steam codes to give away and i know we gave a few away tonight in the chat um but i still have a crap ton load because like i was telling you guys i have a bad habit of buying those mystery bundles from fanatical that you get like 10 games for 6.99 and this is why i don't gamble because i'm like oh yeah i'll try that <laughs> oh that game's good that game's good that game's good oh i've already got that game i got that game i got that game so i've literally compiled a list of codes with all the games that i've gotten doubles or triples or quadruples of and I really want to get rid of them because I'm tired of looking at the list on my phone. So, <laughs> and there's some good ones in there. There's some uh, expensive games in there. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple fifty dollar games hiding in there. So, hey, you know, it is what it is. So. But all right, like I say, follow us at Geo underscore Podcast uh, on Twitter, and you'll know when we go live. So. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate everybody hanging out in the chat with us. Um, and we will see you guys next show. Take care. See you later. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.